0: Today's episode of the Film Stage show is brought to you by Mubi, the online streaming cinema for your free 30-day trial. Go to mubi.com/filmstage. back, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of The Film Stage Show, the movie review podcast for the Filmstage.com. As always, I'm your host, Ryan J. Rowan. With me today, we have a progressively sicker Bill Graham.
1: Whoa. Oh,
0: God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was great.
0: That's a podcast stopper right there. Wow. Uh, we also have uh, Greek Easter celebrating Michael Snydell. <laughs> Hello. Wait, should I do the woo? No, I'm not doing the woo. Don't Sorry, steal Bill. Bill's woo. <laughs> Poor man is. Don't steal enough. my woo. And a special guest back on the pod to talk with us about Avengers Endgame. It's Danielle Zimmerman. Hello. What is up?
2: I am also slightly sick, but I think I'm doing a little bit better than you are,
3: Bill. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, no worries but i I wish everybody the best
0: (laughs) uh danielle of course is a future person of interest in the disappearance of michael (laughs) Um, Snydell. aside from that would you like to tell the fine people at home uh what else you are about
2: Sure, I am a writer and podcaster for Hypeable.com. Uh we cover everything that we are interested in including books, movies, um and especially the Avengers. I am a podcast host for our rewatchable podcast where we go back and watch television shows that were either like huge cult hits or that ended too soon. Um and we are is actually that cur-
3: Sorry? Is, is that difficult in like our our present culture where you know, it's really hard to to get access to stuff these days, and you know,
2: the ones that we have done so I'm, I'm far totally haven't been joking. too I'm hard.
3: Totally joking. I'm totally <laughs> joking.
2: Yeah. Oh, I am terrible at picking up on sarcasm. That's, That's right. another That's fun right. fact about I, me. <laughs> I
3: can't. I can't. I can't modulate my voice right now, so it's it's kind of monotone. And so, yeah, no Everything worries. Everything
0: Bill says right now sounds as if it's being spoken by some sort of wise tree. <laughs> <laughs> is bill groot
3: <laughs> i am Groot. is groot wise yeah,
4: pretty good <laughs> i don't know he likes he, he's a teenager and i so i don't know
0: well we all maybe know maybe that that's the opposite no. of wise <laughs> um yes so fantastic uh we are here back assembled to talk about avengers endgame the newest film in the marvel cinematic universe before we get into that all the usual stuff. Uh, find us on whatever iTunes is now for podcasts and give us a comment and a rating. <laughs> uh, find us on Twitter at Film Stage Show, Facebook, The Film Stage Show. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's something else. Oh, yeah, our email, podcast at thefilmstage.com. And of course, you can become a patron of the show by going to patreon.com The Film Show. And you can support us by checking out Movie, the online streaming cinema where every day they're fantastic. Curators bring you a brand new film to enjoy. You have 30 days to watch, and that means that you have a 30-film rotating selection to choose from. They have some great stuff going on. They've got their What is an Auteur series that keeps adding new great people. Um, There's still those Claire Denis films, for anyone who listened to our High Life episode. They also have The Unusual Subjects, a series of documentaries about cool stuff. I want to highlight Listen Up Philip, which came Do on the movie Brian? yesterday. <laughs> filmed by Alex Ross Perry, which we talked about on this podcast literally hundreds of episodes ago. Um that is on there now. You should all know that at some point we will be talking about Her Smell, Alex Ross Perry's newest film on this podcast, because I am stuck in a hell loop. From which I will never escape. So, if you would like to catch up on some of his oeuvre, go to movie.com dot com slash filmstage for a free thirty day trial, so that you can check out. Listen up, Philip. Again, that is m u b i dot com slash filmstage. I wish it
4: was movie dot com slash hellloop, and that would just take you to listen up, Philip.
0: Use the offer code <laughs> hellloop at checkout. <laughs> To turn all of Brian's movie suggestions into Alex Ross Perry films. <laughs> uh, speaking of Hell Loops, <sighs> the Marvel Cinematic Universe has added a brand new film to its roster.
2: Oh and-
0: boy,
2: <laughs> is that how this is going to go? I got a I got a text from Michael's girlfriend right as we started. Oh uh, no. Recording just like a heads up.
0: <laughs> um. No, I've promised to be on my best behavior. And in fact, I've already talked about this movie at length this weekend with uh, David Chen, the host of the Slash Filmcast. You can go on my Twitter and find a link to our Periscope discussion about this movie. So don't worry. I'm on my best behavior. I will be fine. However, spoiler for later on the episode, this will be one of the many podcast episodes where I get to talk about my best friend killing himself. So hang on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a barn burner. (laughs) Anyway, we are here to talk about Avengers Endgame. The, I, it's, it's the newest MCU film. It is pretty much a direct sequel to Infinity War, but I know that the directors and people have said, like, don't call it that. It's not really a part two. It's not really a sequel. It's just the next chapter in the Infinity Saga. So... Whatever this is, we're here to talk about it. Here is the trailer.
1: God, seems like a thousand years ago. I fought my way out of that cave. Became Iron Man. Realized I loved you. I know I said
4: no more surprises, but I was really hoping to pull off one last one
1: the world has changed none of us can go back
3: all we can do is
1: our best and sometimes
0: all right that is part of the trailer for avengers endgame it's out in theaters now it made what was it 300 25 million dollars domestic this weekend
4: yeah you know like the gdp of uh, that's more than some countries
0: yeah um also one point something billion worldwide which again is more than gdp of many other countries (laughs) um biggest opening weekend ever i i say this every time this happens but i don't know what's gonna change that Maybe, like, 30 years from now when James Cameron's cryogenically frozen head finally releases another Avatar film. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're here to talk I, about I Endgame. can see
3: that being ultra, like, anticipated for sure. Yeah, no, those those movies are going to fucking sink. Are you talking about? The year is uh,
0: 2072. Geez. Avatar 2 finally Get hits
3: theaters. hype. Get hyped. <laughs> We will be living in the movie theater at that point. Like you pay a ticket, and then you just like walk into something on your in your living room, and you're transported, and then you're in a movie
0: theater. You know and it's that just
3: um like a, a 3D zoo.
0: You know that Black Mirror optimistic. episode, like 100,000 <laughs> credits or whatever, where like you have to spend money to turn off the TV. That's what our future is mm. going to be. Anyway, this has already gotten super dark. Uh, we're here to talk about Avengers Endgame. Uh, this movie, directed by the Brothers Rousseau, uh, written by Marcus McFeely, and of course, it stars... I'm not doing this. You know who it <laughs> All of them. <laughs> just all of them. With all the
2: wits and the ands. Just all I of just, them.
0: I want to see if I None can... Because usually I or just have to but. do... Usually I just have to do the first like three IMDb people to get the biggest names. I'm going to see if I can run down... This entire front page without losing my breath. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Don Cheadle, Paul Rudd, Benedict Cumberbatch, Chadwick Boseman, Brie Larson, Tom Holland, Karen Gillan, Zoe Sedan, and Evangeline Lilly. And that is only a fraction. (laughs) So, this movie, clearly a hotly anticipated film wherein the Avengers uh, try to deal with the fallout of Infinity War... I know people are crazy spoiler averse for this, so I'm going to say up front that no spoilers, and then we'll move into it pretty quickly because it's almost impossible to have a reason and intelligent conversation about this film without them. Well,
4: what about spoilers for Infinity War? It's got
0: you, like, you can't. Come on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's dumb. If you're listening I think to this, everyone you knows have
2: how that one ends by this point. Right. Even
0: people I, I, who haven't I, I seen it. I would say so. Yeah, I'm just, I'm asking, I'm asking. I, I appreciate nice your concern, Michael, <laughs> even if I don't understand it.
3: Spoiler warning for <laughs> Infinity War.
0: And I guess every other Marvel movie, um, but not for Endgame yeah. quite yet. So let's go around the horn and give our very basic nutshell impressions of this movie. And let us start with our wonderful guest, Danielle Zimmerman.
2: You're going to start with me before I even know what you guys are going to say? You're the
0: guest. It's uh, like my 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 terrible personality still has enough humanity in it to let the guest go first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Um, okay. I loved this movie. I have seen it twice uh, within the last few days. Um, I love the fact that it is... Surprising in many points. Uh, it's it's a very in-depth character piece for the six Avengers that we've followed for the last however many years. Um, it's a culmination of now 22 stories all wrapped up into this one movie. And yes, there are some things that are left unexplained. Yes, there are some things that I'm still trying to wrap my head around. But it does a really great job at incorporating all of the things that we've come to love about the Marvel Cinematic Universe over the last 10 years and putting it into one film that, for the most part, makes sense. um, And that really, really tugs at the heartstrings, no matter what kind of fan that you are. Um, For fans that are ones that rewatch these all the time, that know a lot of the, even the beats of just some of the dialogue, there's something here for you that'll make you cry for fans that are even just passing fans who've seen each movie once there's something here for you too um i like i said i've seen it twice and while three hours is a long film um it was time well spent and i'm looking forward to watching it again
0: all right bill graham Uh, skip me for now
3: what no (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, then here's the two positive. Uh, I really enjoyed this film as well. Uh, I think for, despite its three hour run time, it flows really well. Um, having this be part two or whatever, the continuation of Infinity War puts it in an awkward Place because it's got to do a lot of shuffling. It's got to do a lot of uh, tying up of loose ends and things like that. Um, I think it does an admiral job admiral job of it. I don't know if this is a film that I'm going to return to quite as much as uh, Infinity War. Infinity War has a lot of really fun sequences and um, this one definitely has a much more somber tone. Uh, Obviously, if you've seen Infinity War, you understand why. Um, And yeah, this film has some surprises up its sleeve. But for the most part, it is just really satisfying the way that this film kind of – Gives a gives a bow to the audience and gives the audience a lot of things that they're they're hoping for Um, it has a lot of emotions, but I don't think it works nearly as well as a film as kind of an entertainment property in some ways as Infinity War, which I think really really truly threaded the needle Um, this one just kind of lacks lacks something there uh but other than that i i really enjoyed this one all right mm-hmm.
0: i love that bill was like don't make me go because i want there to be like a, <laughs> a break between the positives as we go to yeah. michael Snydell.
3: yes
4: you know what guys i should really not tell you guys what i think more often Because I like this movie. (laughs)
3: Yes! (laughs) What? Yes! Um, Is that it?
0: My head
4: hurts. My head hurts. uh, I thought this was pretty good. Like I I didn't love it or anything, but um, especially after Infinity War, which I just really strongly disliked. You said all of
3: like 10 words about that movie.
4: No, I was I was on the podcast.
0: I know. But I know you were. You didn't speak for very long stretches oh, I, of yeah, that podcast.
3: I went back and listened to
2: that one after we recorded Captain Marvel, and you did not speak. I <laughs> you I were not
0: there. I think there's. <laughs> was you just listened to it? Was there literally a moment where I say, "Michael, anything to add?" and he says no, and I say, "Okay, moving on."
2: I <laughs> uh, yes, I think so.
0: Okay, great. <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> Well, I I have not seen Infinity War in a while. I, I guess what I had I had encapsulated my thoughts around Infinity War is that it just felt extremely cheap to me. Not even speaking of the end, but just generally, I felt like the whole movie was just kind of building. I did I thought it was very inelegant in how it tried to bring together all of these characters. It also gave me a headache, um, and I – the action sequences have always been my least favorite part of these movies because I just don't think they're shot and edited well, and I really found Infinity War to be just kind of an eyesore, and it didn't like it. Um, is, is that enough, or do you guys want more?
3: Yeah, that's well, a good talk recap. talk about this film now? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was going to talk about – no, I was going to mention <laughs> – that's, that's, that's more than you said about Infinity War I on, Infinity, on the Infinity War,
4: Infinity yep. War Okay, anyway, yeah, Endgame, um, yeah, I had a good time with this. I, you know, once I knew what this was going to be and how much it was going to actually commit as much as i thought it was going to commit i just had a good time i'd also like to thank my bartender at arc there was a really long line at the normal concessions and i was just like to this bartender like i really badly need some coffee because it's ten thirty in the morning and i'm gonna watch a three-hour movie and he made me a wonderful cocktail with whiskey and coffee and all sorts of stuff so um yeah, that that guy was really nice. Breakfast um, of champions. <laughs> and yeah, no, Endgame, I just, uh, like, we'll, we'll talk about it more in spoilers and everything. But I, I just thought that this had a really good balance. In fact, I, I feel kind of the opposite in, in a number of ways of what Bill just said about this uh, not being able to thread the needle or lacking something. I think the pacing is quite good for the most part. And... The fan service just mostly uh, it it mostly works for me, Um, and even the stuff that I was dreading with how they make stuff happen (laughs) (laughs) Um, didn't bother me in in a way that I expected back. You know, maybe in that first conversation because I remember kvetching about that a lot in that first uh, podcast. So. Yeah, I'll have more to say about this in spoilers, but I had a good time with this.
0: Okay, cool. Um, So, Brian, (laughs) I hated this movie. Uh, This, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? Gonna start off with the positive things. Um, This is an impressive feat to have achieved. I will put it that way. I don't want to minimize the efforts of the probably thousands of peoples whose hands are all over these properties. Um, the fact that this happened and that it is, oh and that, that it is playing as big as it say is. The
4: same thing about the Rwandan genocide.
0: <laughs> cause the, cause that, that would be Whoa. followed up with is a travesty. This is legitimately impressive. It's like modern art or something. Like it's not for me, but great for you. I, I get it. So like, I just want to say, like, the fact that this movie hangs together as well as it does and incorporates all the things that it does and goes all the places it does is in and of itself a staggering feat to have achieved. And so when I say all the bad things, just be aware that I know how much happened to make this movie happen and I don't want to diminish the fact that it was made. <laughs> that being said, even though there are character beats that I like, even though I think that they fundamentally break the premise of the movie, um, I think that this movie has a very compromised morality system. I think that the story itself is poor. Poisonous to the human spirit, <laughs> and just dirty and bad. And I, th- we can't, we can't. I can't even tell you why I think that until we get to spoilers. But just it has waited on me since I walked out of the theater. And when I walked out of the theater, I was trembling with anger, and. I sent out a tweet that was like, I saw it and I didn't like it. And I was going to leave it at that. And then instead, as I was driving home, my fury towards this movie and the choices that it made built. And so I dashed off another tweet that was very mean. I think
4: Speaking I'll of say. poison.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I I was I was infuriated and I was I had been hearing all these people talk about how moving this movie was and in my blind rage I didn't think about all these smaller individual moments that might be divorced from what the movie is overall doing and so I told people That if they found this movie moving and enjoyable, they should fuck themselves. I have retracted that since because (laughs) I understand that there are individual moments within this movie, especially for people more invested in the characters, that are meaningful and that could move them. But I still find that the overall premise and arc of this film is deeply troubling to me. And that has sapped... Any enjoyment I can take from any of the parts that I might otherwise like. Hmm. Again, that being said, (laughs) it is still I am not going to in any way belittle the achievement of its like creation or its box office. But I will say that every time I think about this movie, it worries me. Hmm. And I have reasons for that that are on a personal level that I've already alluded to but I can't get into it until we get to spoilers. Funza. Yeah. Go? Hey. Cool. This is a weird podcast. <laughs> it's a three-hour long movie. It's it's there's a lot wrapped up in it. Danielle, do you have any
3: initial thoughts?
2: I mean, I um I am happy to go fuck myself right after we finish this, but we're going to talk about that the I have said that I retracted that.
0: Allow Danielle, allow me to turn you into the like, person who signifies everyone else on Twitter who saw that tweet. I apologize. I don't mean to belittle your emotional response to uh
2: Your this. dislike of this movie does not take away from what I liked about this movie, and I have some there is one really big issue that I have with this movie that we will get to in the spoilers that like, I I can understand there are multiple issues that I I have with it that take away from my enjoyment, but like overall I love it and your dislike of things. We might dislike some of the same things just maybe to varying degrees, but your dislike of it doesn't take away from the fact that like I found it really satisfying.
0: Right. And that's, that is a a good and healthy way to look at things. So anyone listening to this right now, who's composing a tweet to me, Please don't. <laughs> composing. I, I understand. What do you mean composing? Is that giving too much credit to tweets? <laughs> That's just funny.
4: Just, just we might be giving too much credit to the literacy of Twitter. It's Curiously that scribbling I've spent...
0: a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But better. you can't scribble. It's on key a phone. Key mashing. Yeah, key yes. mashing. That's good. Don't break that screen. Don't worry about it. I, I, am, I have since turned a corner on my blind rage i'm not trying to destroy anyone out there who likes this movie i just hope that when i bring up my issues it will be met with some kind of i don't know it you don't even have to like be persuaded or agree with me but just know that i am not trying to destroy your enjoyment this is legitimately my deep fundamental emotional reaction to this film and that's just how it is I'm not just trying to score one in the culture wars. And this movie already made more money than I will ever literally see with my eyes in my entire life. So who are you really defending? In
2: four days. Yeah. Oh,
0: God. Yeah, Brian, you don't matter. (laughs) I don't. Oh, boy. I just watched the entire series of The Leftovers and read the book less than zero. There's never been a point in my life where I need to be told that I don't matter less than right now.
4: (sighs) Okay, so should we get into
0: spoilers? (laughs) Is there anything that we can or want to say outside of spoilers? Not in this world with how people react to spoilers. (laughs) No. yeah
2: even even giving reactions to whether or not we liked it or not could uh, be considered spoilers, and like was something that I was avidly avoiding I going think, uh, into the film
0: I saw that you said that you were like logging off from Twitter I think when you you said I logged like- off,
2: yeah, all social media the Hollywood premiere was Monday evening, I think, and I logged off of all social. I did not check social between Monday and seeing after seeing it on Thursday. Because so, I just want to
0: know though.
2: What? Well so, so job. it is to an extent. She scheduled like, a bunch of tweets. My I don't sit on social media all day, like refreshing feeds. And like the Avengers uh, well, I guess they have some overlap now, but like the Avengers <laughs> and Death, which is where I work. Like there's not a ton of crossover between fandom and death. Sure. So it's it's uh, <laughs> It was okay. I was fine. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um. I think so. There are people who are like, oh, I can't believe all these people are so spoiler-averse, blah, blah, blah. But I just want to remind people that there are assholes out there who will spoil something just for fun. Yes. Like just message you. Yeah. I, I think I've told this story before, but I, there was that movie like Silent House, right? With uh, Yes. With Daniel Craig and Rachel Weisz? No, that's something else, isn't it? Elizabeth Olsen. House? Elizabeth Olsen, yeah. It's like the movie that's shot or like edited and shot as though it was done in a single take. And I was like, it was from, I think it was from the directors <laughs> of Open Water. Yeah, no, this is Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. And so I was oh, okay. like online and I was like, I'm seeing Silent House tonight. I'm pretty excited. And someone who <laughs> must have just had an alert up for anyone who said that movie fucking tweeted at me no more than two minutes later and said, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm not going to spoil Silent House right now, but literally told me the twist <laughs> of the movie and how it ends. And I just sat there on the Metro <laughs> slack-jawed. Because who this is, spoils... This
3: is why I don't get on Twitter. Who spoils Silent bad. House
0: for someone?
2: <laughs> like, I mean, that means they have a monopoly on it.
3: yeah. Um, um, this this reminds me of like if you ever send out like a, a facebook post there was there was a while there i think it was like last year something within like the last year or so uh if you sent out a facebook post about like a movie like someone would uh it, and it was a public facebook post someone would comment on there like a random fucking person <laughs> would find your your post comment on your post with a link to like an illegally downloaded movie oh
0: that's like. still happening <laughs> i saw that happen yeah, to a bunch of friends do of mine it all the
3: time. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was just like and it, it just rem- but every oh, time i hopeful. saw that happening <laughs> i was like i was like wait oh this is a public like this is this isn't private i was like damn it i have to set all these things to fucking private now if i want to have like a decent conversation yeah otherwise
0: like, people ah. are going to tell you where to stream that movie um michael yeah. back to what you were saying uh the the daniel craig rachel vice movie is dream house I, I was close it was house there was uh, a house in it and you know <laughs> you're pretty silent when you're dreaming unless it's a night terror um <laughs> <laughs> quick plug houses that, I, are
3: usually pretty quiet
0: I found that movie to be pretty good.
3: <laughs> what, Silent House or Dream House? Both
0: of them. <laughs> oh, okay. All
3: right. Yeah. I mean, it sounded like you were definitely talking about one particular movie. And I, then I meant Dream House. Answer, okay. But, okay. you know, Silent House but is also I, I pretty good. But I opened it up. I opened it you up. You did.
0: Okay. Um, and Bill, you'll be happy. Dream House, only an hour and 24 minutes.
3: Oh, that sounds like my kind of movie.
0: <laughs> okay. So anyway, are we ready to talk about... The the other, the movie that we're actually talking about. Are, are we and recording? Game yeah, I know spoilers.
3: what's happening. <laughs> this is
0: fun. All right, um, spoilers for Endgame starting now. Um, it only
3: took us thirty minutes to get here. Now that we've
0: had a good buffer of talking about movies with the word "house" in the title,
3: so the other one had had Elizabeth Olsen. So
0: that's true. That's a good that's a good crossover. Wow. So so. How do we do this? Oh,
3: boy. There's a lot to talk about. When the this.
0: entire movie is spoilers, how do we begin?
3: Well, I, I'll I'll go ahead and start it. Um, okay,
0: give us a thought. Give us a thought that yeah, involves spoilers. Let's
3: let's, let's just kind of like <laughs> jump in here and let's go ahead and and knock this nugget out. Um, the quickness with which they dispatch Thanos is super fucking surprising
4: yes
1: Um,
3: the fact that it happens within the first 15 20 minutes in the movie is also super fucking surprising Um, the toll that it actually takes on Thor um, who to this point is uh, buff in shape uh, got it together Thor well, ah, uh, I would say he's on the cusp of losing it, obviously. Uh and then flash forward 5 years and uh he does not have it together anymore. Uh tell like berates people on Xbox Live and uh has a giant beer belly. Um With yeah.
0: With <laughs> TT. Yes. Great
3: to uh, see that so those
0: Fortnite like- servers are still up and running. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh it's it's surprising how quickly they dispatch of such a legendary foe who honestly doesn't really give like much of a fight he's kind of like i already did the thing guys like i
0: well also he's
3: all he's all charred up sure sure he's all fucked up from from the from destroying the stones at that point and so he's he's just like kind of reserved and just like eh, oh well Like, if this is how I end, whatever. Like, I did my deed, I did what I wanted to do, and y'all can't reverse it. So here we go. Uh, But it was a surprisingly somber, like, way of, of that whole sequence kind of running its course. I was really and truly surprised by it.
4: I, I just want to say this is not as necessarily a spoiler, but I want to say that the person next to me at my theater would vocally show their anger every time that they saw that Thor was not his usual sexy self. So every time <laughs> they saw his pot oh, belly, no. they would just be like,
0: <gasps> was this a,
4: every time. Who was this? this woman was like deeply uh, upset that they did this
3: to Thor (laughs) that's amazing I (sighs) love it so much yeah
2: I think okay there were two two things that you said in there and so I'm going to follow one first and I want to talk about Thor really quickly I think that perhaps that woman would have had a better reaction to that if they had managed the tone around Thor a bit better um, in
3: that i
0: don't i i how do i do a, how do I do one of those clapping emojis, but verbally uh,
3: uh, like do I actually I have think, to clap
0: into the microphone because i 'm worried about the levels
3: i think I think she might just be vis- viscerally reacting to his belly though i mean
2: could be very well could be um I think that it was inevitable that we were going to see thor's p t s d and i 'm really glad that came through um I also think that Chris Hemsworth obviously very much loved the way that Thor was portrayed in Ragnarok and then again in Infinity War. And I think he was one of the driving forces behind keeping that lighthearted, really jokey Thor versus like the serious one we had in the first two movies. And the ideas just didn't marry well at all.
0: Mm. And so
2: there were times where it felt like the film wanted you to laugh at at Thor's physique and at Thor's just general being uh, between calling him like the dude or um, (laughs) uh, Rhodey's line about his veins being filled with cheese whiz. Like those were very obviously trying to evoke the audience's reaction. Um, But then that primed the audience to – Continue to see just that part of Thor and not mm-hmm. necessarily PTSD yep, moving sure. along, perhaps in the areas where the film mm-hmm. maybe didn't want that to happen. Like, I didn't like it when Rocket slapped Thor when they were in Asgard and it's like, pull it together. It's like, uh, but he has PTSD. It's easier said than done. Or at the end, when the three are going out to face Thanos for the last time, like the start of the battle, you see the profiles of each one and everyone starts laughing at Thor, even though he looks put together like he has a shit together. He's just bigger. And like Mm -hmm. that caused people to laugh, too. So it's really weird the way that they portrayed Thor and kind of kept laughing at him and then tried to make us take him seriously.
0: Let me just draft off of you for a second. So, yeah. I have a major problem, like a f- fucking huge problem with the way that this movie handles grief and loss and, you know, trauma that comes from losing people and like losing something important and just like all of that stuff. And it's it's manifest in many ways throughout this film, and I think that perhaps the easiest to see, even for people who like this film, would be what everything that you just said with Thor. It is unconscionable to me that they decided to take his broken psyche and his descent into obesity through his rampant alcoholism in the face of all the pain and trauma and guilt that he's feeling and turn it into multiple punchlines in this movie and that is super fucked up. Yes. So that's just like one little bobble on the Christmas tree of, of <laughs> how much I hated this movie. For those reasons. Like, Sure. If you were to remove a lot of the aesthetic trappings and head fakes towards a lot of very real themes and ideas and just really... Cut this thing down to the marrow and say, let's just pretend like nothing happened, but we still need to win. Like, that would have been a more victorious thing. That would have annoyed me less than the way that this movie occasionally attempts to give the impression of being an understanding portrait of loss for some people, but then immediately reverts to, if it's so bad, why don't we just fix it? Well,
3: I mean, I think I think the whole issue surrounding that is that they're superheroes and that they're going to try and attempt to go and above and beyond because the other people that you do see that don't have that same mentality are basically the regular humans. Who I don't know. It it feels really fucked up and weird that they decided that the time jump that they were gonna make was five years instead of like maybe I don't know six, six months, weeks. maybe a year. Yeah. Like that was surprising. The, the fact that like the whole world looks real fucked up and like nobody's clean trash off the streets and like all of this shit and like it's just like Man Street.
0: Yeah. They're still missing like, posters on the polls. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's it's really fucking depressing because like if if anything in humanity has taught us is that like the human ability to rebound and fight back is incredibly surprising to the point where it's it's often like kind of silly right and so like for them to portray okay I get it. Like half of the world disappeared overnight because of some big fucking purple dude. And it's like, you know, for a lot of humans, they're like, what, like, what power do I have? And it's like, okay, but a lot of people believe in God and a lot of people believe that the rapture may happen and that same scenario potentially could happen to them, right? And they're not going to freak the fuck out about that. So I don't know, like for... All of humanity just to to just basically be like, I still cry about it. Like while on a date, I'm just like five years. I don't know, man. Like and like, it's possible. I I, I want to believe in humanity more than that. You know,
0: it's possible that the people in that circle are particularly shook, which is why they're still there. And we do see, you know, like those kids in the diner taking pictures Mm -hmm. with Hulk, even though. It was weird for me because I'm like, wouldn't it be more interesting if these people couldn't show their faces in public because their catastrophic sure. loss like sure. resulted in the death of all these people? But I guess people forgive them for trying. Like, you did your uh, best.
3: You know, I don't, I don't know if anybody knows what actually happened. You know, well, people. And so they they
2: were they weren't asking for photos with Cap and Black Widow who were sitting right there. They were asking photos of, with Hulk who wasn't even in the battle technically.
3: Yeah, that Hulk Sure. Mm. So that makes sense. So me maybe like more. they
2: still think down upon the ones that they have they saw doing things or that they know did things, but they didn't know the difference between banner and Hulk, and so they were like Hulk.
1: Sure. Maybe. 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 Or it's
0: just the fact that he's the big green one. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: what, like what I wouldn't him? recognize a
0: Yankee.
3: <laughs> do we call him Bulk?
0: <laughs> I wouldn't recognize a Yankee in a bar if they weren't in their uniform, you know? So like Hulk is constantly wearing his uniform, but like Cap sure. could just be the world's most handsomest man. Except I the forgot their anti Beetle costumes
2: off. always work with the baseball cap and the
1: jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yes. So yeah, I just I just like I said, I just wanted to draft off that because there's well, a lot it, of stuff like that. And and you know, to Bill's point, I almost feel like this movie came too soon. You know, to make that five year time really. jump, I almost wish that mm-hmm. like they had just taken the time to do two or three movies within this world Jesus. to, to, to oh, let that, so I mean, well, but probably, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. But like it, it's, 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 I understand that you say that sounds depressing and it possibly is. And that's why comics could probably do something like that. Cause you sure. know, they ship out a new, a new, you know, 12 pager every week. Um, and so they can, you know, still within the space of a month, like, get over all that mm-hmm. stuff. And these movies have to, you know, put out, like, two a year. And they don't want people getting bummed out and leaving. Um, and they want to capitalize off the uh, the the shock of the snap and see how it all sorts itself out. But then it, it just makes it that much harder to to get over the fact that in order to push forward that feel-good ending they're they're still going to trade on the aesthetics and the like psychological realism of people dealing with like a sudden destruction of half the population um so yeah i mean like it's depressing but like isn't it like it is right like should we ignore that like and then if we're not going to ignore it should we just play with it a little bit so that people can like see the stakes and like then we just come back and and the way that i felt with the way that the movie treated the loss of three and a half billion lives was that it was like the way that the avengers calculate their victory is by how many civilians are left standing at the end and so they just have to get them back so they can win
4: can you explain that last thing a little bit more i I don't quite know what i was with you until that last sentence
0: this is Mm going to be complicated. (laughs) So we got five, five years has gone by right in the, in the world of the movie. So clearly some people are still upset. Some people have moved on. The world is still churning, you know, Fortnite's still happening. (laughs) They've (laughs) clearly constructed monuments. You know, when, when Ant-Man finds his daughter who thought that he had been snapped away, but he was really stuck in the quantum realm until a rat released him. Um, she didn't seem like she had just been about to like swallow a bunch of sleeping pills. You know, she was a a put together, healthy young teenage girl. It's also five years though. As like, far as we you can know. tell,
2: she probably was suffering some from like no, some no, no. And, fresh and I'm egg. saying
0: that's a good thing though. Is that she's she seems to at the very least be oh, okay. doing well. But okay. So let's assume that like the world will one day get back to slightly normal like it's a terrible tragedy but people seem to know why it happened they seem to have made peace with the people who I won't say allowed it to happen but failed to stop it and you know Audi is still making really nice looking cars like and and yes yes they are if half the population is dead that takes us down to the population levels of the 1970s and so to to suddenly, especially because the way they decide to do it in this movie is, well, Tony has a baby now, and so we don't want him to lose that. So instead of trying to go back and stopping it from happening, we're just going to bring everyone back. Like, that's a weird kind of best of both worlds sort of win scenario that takes none of the actual implications of doing it into account. Because mm-hmm. these people are so fundamentally... In denial and unable to get over their their loss, not of people but of the battle, that they don't care about the kind of psychic, emotional, logistical hell they are about to create because they want those points back. They're not thinking of human lives. They're thinking of the scoreboard and how can we get that $3.5 billion back.
2: Even with the lines like we owe it to everyone – We lost to try.
0: Yeah, because at a certain point, like, do you? Like, what world are you bringing those people back into? Well, it seems like they
4: don't have the memories of the loss. Like, I'm not saying that there wouldn't be some trauma that would come from people just appearing again. But I I mean, like, I, I don't know... But I I was the, with you and then I kind of lost you, Brian. The people I don't know. Who
0: were left behind still have those memories?
4: Yes, they do. So
0: the people who come back will be like, I blinked, and suddenly it was five years later. Yeah. And I am back.
3: They they and- will remember. No no they will remember turning into dust because Spider Man specifically says I remember.
4: Th- oh, that's right. Yeah.
3: I remember waking up and being. Dusty or something something on the like, remember, like yeah, I remember about,
2: turning yeah. into dust and I must have fallen asleep because the next thing I know Doctor Strange is waking me up saying hey we got to go it's been 5 years they need us. Right. Yes. It's basically yeah. what he said.
3: So, so so something they they feel like something has happened. So there's going to be a, a a cognitive dissonance between them and and the rest of the survivors, right? Yeah. The other half.
0: There's a cognitive dissonance, but there's also a temporal dissonance like Like, if, uh, just like they're still the same age, they haven't aged at all because in their world, nothing has happened. Like they. So they have like
2: two different ages technically. They have like their age by what year they were born, but also their age minus the snap. Uh,
3: That's that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah. or like siblings the older one may be the younger one now or, like,
3: mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. may
2: have moved on, gotten married to someone else and now they're in a polyamorous relationship or, like, all yeah. of these three things,
0: yeah. yeah. In a best-case scenario. <laughs> right, it, that, is, that is legitimately a best-case scenario. Um, <laughs> oh, well, the yes, I like to think yeah.
2: best-case. Yeah. Well, I mean, no I mean... There's no reason mean, why they can't be polyamorous. Let's no, sure, Let's sure, us let's, sure. let's,
3: let's talk about, like, like, fun things, cool, yeah, all those things are fun. Uh, there could be bad things where, like, you were in an abusive relationship and all of a sudden the snap happened and that person disappeared. And now all of a sudden the snap happens. And then all of a sudden that person is back in your life. But how, you're older than uh, them
0: now. So you've got that going for abusive, you. I, I, I don't, I
3: don't, I don't know how that works. I, I'm not talking about that kind of abuse. Um, I'm talking about physical. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, there's, there's, a lot of situations where that situation would not be improved by X person coming back necessarily, right.
0: and and you know, and again, like I'm not saying we have to think about each of those things individually, but as a whole, you have to think about the the existential nightmare. And as we were sit- as I was walking out of the theater, I thought to myself, like the only thing worse than them leaving would be them coming back, like cuz there is like what do you like what do you what are those people's lives like you know the 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 suicide but, rate among them must be astronomical because like what if sure. one of them was driving a car and that mm-hmm. car crashed and killed people yeah. or like what if what if their like their person got remarried and has no interest in seeing them again or like what like, there's just so many things that could happen but it doesn't matter because the only thing that matters to these people is he took these people away. We want them back. But like, that's not how loss and grieving works, but they're so unable to look at it that way that they will bend the fabric of the universe in order to do it. Just because again, they're not thinking about what is healthy and what is natural and what is right. They're thinking about what is the like, child wish fulfillment design of undoing death.
3: But my, my question to that, though, is you're, you're almost spitting in the face of this is a comic book movie. Right. And this is a world where Thanos snapped his fingers and half of existence disappeared. So your concept of loss and your concept of moving forward denies the fact that that stuff could happen right and so in a world where that stuff could happen you can also snap your fingers and make it unhappen and so that's the reality that they're fighting against and that's the reality that like the average person doesn't have a fucking clue that it's even possible so for them to move on is going to be very different than for these dozen or so superheroes that are collectively trying to figure out Okay, we just killed Thanos as soon as we could. You know, maybe we shouldn't have chopped his head off as quickly as we did, but okay, it happened. We can't bring him back. The Infinity Stones are gone. Is there any way that we could track them down to then make it unhappen? And so that's for five years, that's been their their kind of mission, their their mind fuck is that they're in a reality where yes, I understand what you're saying, that it's unhealthy to not move on, but they're in a reality where there is the possibility that they can make it unhappen.
0: But and to, so, to go like, so to to address that and to almost kind of go back to the Thor thing, it is then I irresponsible and or very callous to still trade on f- faints towards or mimicry of the actual real world consequences of, of loss and, and of grief. Like, does that make sense? Like I understand well, like the whole, it's a comic book world where this can happen. So why shouldn't it? But then it becomes to my mind, very bad to, to make it more purposefully and groundedly reflect the real world because then it almost is like everyone on earth who moved on just didn't have enough faith in the avengers that they were going to win like so then do you get to feel like an asshole like, well,
3: again, again. Uh, I mean, you're you're going off the supposition that everybody knows what happened. I don't think most people know what the fuck happened. I think everybody collectively knows this purple guy got some kind of superpower, and then and then half of the world disappeared and the avengers didn't win in that scenario and that's it like like life moves on for for the rest of the world while while these 12 people or so this core that we're dealing with has to deal with that fallout and has to deal with the knowledge that they could have saved the world from that happening mm-hmm. and they failed to do that and so that's that's their biggest issue and and i get it like The whole Thor thing is a fucking disaster like step back away from him because we can all agree that that is not a good healthy show of what not in the way that he is shown but in the way that others react to him. Right. Slapping him in the face or doing all this other shit Mm. and just kind of making fun of him like the fact that he's even on a mission to go back into Asgard is fucking hysterical like that's dumb 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 like you have some of the most brilliant minds in the world sitting there making this plan and they decide to send ptsd thor back to fucking asgard
0: right, because his emotions Where his mother is
3: his yeah, emotions like, are not day real
0: She dies <laughs> his emotions are not real to them as as they are yeah. basically not real or worthy of reflection to the writers of this movie i would love to give our esteemed guest, Daniel, a chance to say something. Cause I'm just curious if any of this is making any sense to you.
2: I think it's making sense. And I think at cer- certain points, you guys are both arguing each other's uh, arguments <laughs> without meaning to. Um, hmm. But I think to Bill's point, I think that they live in a world where like weird things happen every day. And so some people, their, their process of grief might look different. Slightly different from what ours would, because even though I'm looking for it every day, like magic or anything like that, doesn't
3: ex exist here. Um, uh, there's this guy you should look into. His name is Chris Angel. He's pretty cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> David Blaine. Anyway.
2: I heard he's a douchebag, though. So I, I mean, he's uh, a
0: magician. He has to be a douchebag. Look at the doctor. See how
4: he dresses. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um,
2: yeah, I think. Uh, sorry (laughs) no and and to go back to um oh god really quickly there was a point about uh if you go through your grief process like i i deal with people who are in grief all the time i don't see obviously the whole expanse of what people feel in their grief um but very specifically i deal with people who have lost a spouse or who have lost a child um And not a day goes by where I don't see something from them being like, if I, I would do anything to bring them back. Mm -hmm. And so, and and these are people at, at different stages in their grief or like who have processed different things or different time periods from like one week out to 10 years out. And so I think that that thought would always kind of be there, even if they have moved on, um, that, I don't think the Avengers were alone in that because just because they lost the battle, I think a lot of people would be like, we would give anything mm-hmm. to have them back.
3: Yeah, and and they just aren't even aware that that's that's even a possibility, right?
2: Yeah, like, or that, I, or I, I the feel consequences like, of that. Like nobody thinks beyond the fact of I just want them back.
1: Here oh, are all the consequences, right? But that's, Ooh, uh, that
0: has literally been the plot of like horror movies you know like that, that's that is that is one of those things then i think we 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 allow ourselves to say that because it's not a possibility um the one of the reasons i was shaking with anger when i saw this movie is that i saw this movie the day before the 12th anniversary of my friend taking his life and so i was particularly attuned to concepts of like grief and and loss and sadness and what it is like living with someone who's taken from you senselessly in a way that you cannot deal with. Um, Also, totally able to empathize with the guilt because, I don't know if any of you have had to deal with this, but when someone who is close to you and who is that, like, you know, your best friend or, like, a family member kills themselves, your thought process is, how did I see this? Like, what mm-hmm. did I say wrong? What did sure. I do wrong? And in my case, I have like a whole backstory <laughs> that involves a shitty decision that I made two nights before he killed himself. That I still, in moments of reflection, think if I hadn't done that, maybe he'd still be here. And mm-hmm. so, like, that's a uh, like again. Maybe if I saw, maybe the, if this movie came out like in June, I wouldn't have really made these connections, and I would have just said, I think the morality's kind of fucked. I don't know if the ending even makes sense, given the rules of time travel that they set out, but like, Did in they general, set those
2: out? Can we get to those in a second?
0: Yeah, we can. Um, okay. But, so, so, uh, like, that's, that's just my thing. Like, sure. I think to myself every now and then, like, God, I wish I could bring him back, but like, if I did that, and if it was time has passed normally but now he's back and he's still like 19 like what a, what is that world like what is that like for all the people in his life and then heaven forbid like what if something happened to him again <laughs> sure
3: yeah. Like, yeah and and there's there's that constant like how much power do you, and and that's one of the things that they even mention, and even, like, Thanos touches on that, is, like, why did he destroy the, the, the stones after he did the snap? And he mentions it's just too much power, you know? It's too much responsibility to have that sitting there. As a possibility, because then what you end up doing is you just end up doing endless cycles where, you know, like, oh, this other bad thing happened. OK, let me just snap and make that bad thing not happen anymore. Oh, and shit, like, I
0: scorched my grilled cheese sandwich. And then he just yeah. snaps and he's like, All right. yeah, now um, here's I, I want to say that it's weird that Thanos is like the most... <clears throat> Like, he said he was just going to, like, not do anything else with it. And he removed the temptation to do something else. So, like, he's he's weirdly the most ethically stringent person <sighs> in the Marvel universe. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: I said ethically, not morally. I want to make that distinction.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. It's just weird that he, uh, like, and I'm not saying this because it's, like, a good thing. But, like, in a lot of these movies, like, when the... Like, Aladdin, I guess, is one of them. Like, Jafar's like, I need more power. I want to be a genie. Like, because he just gets corrupted by the idea of having more. And Thanos, I think this, once again, is a mark in the movie's favor. And something that I'd said about Infinity War is that I really liked how, even though Thanos had been the shadow presence with no personality, they set him up really well. And I Mm -hmm. think that they delivered on that even better in this movie.
3: Mm-hmm. well At least because was- you you get you get that full payoff you yeah. get you get to see what what his ultimate satisfaction is with with his his existence now and then i think the other interesting part is even like he he observes that oh shit like i didn't i didn't like account for the fact that if i made all of y'all disappear but some of y'all like would hold on to the memory and Mm. so you wouldn't move forward in a productive way perhaps crazy
0: is that also his his um his adherence to his own like it's gonna be random i'm not gonna it's just gonna be impassionate if he had just snapped and made sure that every single avenger was disintegrated none of this Mm -hmm. would happen but again he was he was tripped up by his own ethics um I would love to
3: move move on to something real quick as well.
0: What I wanted to say is I would love to move on to time travel. I feel like I've explicated my point, but Michael kept asking me to expand. And Michael, do you feel like you at least now slightly understand what I'm talking about?
4: Yeah, and, and, and I think one, one point I do want to say in your favor is that, you know, I I, I, I on some level agree with uh, Danielle and Bill in the sense that this is a comic book movie. And it does, it does kind of require that, like, you know, ping-ponging, like, sense of gravity to it. Like, that's mm-hmm. just kind of something I've gotten used to. But I do think that there is uh, something in your favor in the sense that this film does um, – it includes just enough of non-Avengers that you do start to question some of those things that you were talking about. Like if they would have just kept it to the Avengers, um, I mean, we might also, we might still be having hypotheticals about how this movie doesn't seem to care about like average people or something. But I think, but I, but I think with what they do, it's, it's not enough, and it, mm-hmm. it is something that does um, it does diminish. Like, I, I, like in the same way we were talking about the selfie scene and things like that. It, it's, I, I mean, I I have to admit, I I didn't actually think about how toxic the Thor thing was because I was actually enjoying his
0: performance.
2: <laughs> I mean, way he's too having much. a great I mean, time yeah, with
0: it. I agree with Danielle. He is. I mean, Chris yeah. Hemsworth That's
2: the Thor that Hemsworth loves to play.
0: And, yeah. Hem- and Hemsworth is one of our most like magnetic, charming comedic actors. He is oh, the yeah. sole reason I am slightly excited for Men in Black International. <laughs>
3: oh yeah, he's gonna be oh. great. Don't
0: watch
4: the new trailer; it's rough. Uh, is it the no. one that was before this movie? Uh, I didn't. I didn't get one.
0: Yeah, oh, I didn't get, get that one.
2: Probably was.
4: Yeah.
0: I Did I have it have Missy Elliott in it? It had Kamel Nanjiani as, like, a sentient chess piece. Yes. Well, yes. 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 I didn't mind that. I don't like that they gave them, like, a little uh, cartoon dude to hang out with, but I still really like most of what's happening with Hemsworth in that movie.
3: Um, Can I say something about one thing in –
0: Wait, wait, wait. I I think Michael
4: was still – I'm sorry. Bill, I just just want to finish what I was saying because I I interrupted my own thought like an idiot. (laughs) Um, No, it's just – yeah, it's just I do think that the the film kind of um, you know shows its its cards a little bit and like it does kind of underline its own like certain disinterest. Like I, I and I, I as you're talking about this, Brian, like I, I see some of what you're saying and and, and um, I know we'll especially get into. I know you want to talk about Tony Stark's final move
1: mm-hmm. and
4: the morality of that as well. Um, but I, I I do just want to – I think it, it's just also that it, it doesn't let, – let me put it this way. I don't know what they could have done that would have actually given this – The gravity that we're talking about, you know, like I I don't like the leftovers, but I understand why you do. And I understand why that's become such a, a, you know, a a pinpoint that people have talked about in relation to this film. But like I – this is kind of what I expected and I don't mean that in a condescending way to the film. It's just like given what this thing needed to do – I was kind of okay with, you know, even, you know, uh, Scarlett Johansson quietly having a peanut butter sandwich, like, and, uh, and, you know, like even, (laughs) even the, even the stuff where like, they're just talking to people over the radio and there's people in different places just focusing on trying to do something and no one is really getting anything done. They're just essentially, you know, uh, keeping the status quo. Like I, I, like I think that stuff is interesting enough that I wasn't thinking too much about the average person. And that's, that's a flaw. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm just saying that I think that they at least do enough that this magical reality makes some level of sense if not total
0: ethical sense All right so like just just to what you were saying like could they have ever given enough gravity probably not i don't think their corporate overlords would allow them to um i think they should have like pulled back which is something that you had said um and then i had another point and now i can't remember it we're going to talk about tony's final move and the weird mor- moral complexity of that Um, But we said we were going to move on to time travel. Bill, I think you had a point, too, that I interrupted as well.
4: So I, I apologize for that.
3: Well, I just want to touch on two things. I think I think had they not jumped five years, if if they had jumped only one year, I think a lot of what happens in this film, at least in a visual sense of the repercussions, would have made more sense. Yeah. I think the five years just is is too much time for humanity to not visually, at least, uh, rebound. Besides, apparently, Audi and Fortnite still running <laughs> and things like that. So, um, yeah, I think I think. I think that's, that's a misstep, and I'm not sure why that has to happen. I don't see anything in this film that has to have that five-year marker. Um like besides them maybe giving up on trying to find the infinity stones and maybe trying to go back to the con quantum well or realm. But even then, I think one year is enough for them to just be like, I don't know, man, like we're brilliant and we can't figure this shit out. Okay. And then, you know, Paul Rudd shows up and he's like, Hey guys, I, I can do this, you know? so, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I think, I think one year would have been perfect. It would have been, it would have been that little chef's kiss. I think five years, just too much visually for this to, to happen. And for them to show all this, I think they wanted to play with time as, as much as they kind of do with the Thor belly and the Scarlett Johansson hair growing out and, And you know, I think that was a
2: big reason why.
3: Okay. Perfect. Yeah. And that, that kind of leads into my next thing, which I think really, I wasn't expecting it to hit home as much as it does because I really enjoy that aspect of, look, I understand that y'all want to make this thing unhappen but my present reality is good. I'm happy. So why would I want to jeopardize this? And that I feel Mm -hmm. like kind of hints and touches at some of these other potential realities that are out there as well, as well, where people maybe were, you know, not as happy or not as settled or whatever. And now five years later, they're extremely happy. And they're like, why would you undo that? Like, why would you make me want to, to potentially sacrifice that? And I think it's an interesting reality where when they bring the people back, when they snap the fingers, it it basically, the timeline stays the same. And so the baby has still happened. And I was like, oh, oh, interesting. That's a, that's a workaround that I didn't really, I thought they were going to have to go back in time and live in the reality of five years b- before. Mm-hmm. But now that they can snap their fingers and just bring those people back. And yeah, again, that brings up a bunch of issues. But for, for that storyline in particular, that was a unique way and an interesting way to get around that. I feel like they backed themselves into that corner by trying to have that and then ma- managed to fucking like get back out of that corner. So, yes. yeah, I was impressed. I was impressed by the humanity that that I felt with Tony Stark's struggle to even come up with an idea and even hatch a plan to do anything about this. Like, fuck you guys. I'm happy. I got a kid now. Like, what the fuck am I going to complain about? Like, yeah, we lost. Like y'all, y'all go fuck yourselves. Like, you know, it's like, I got a kid now. Like, like, uh, why would I jeopardize this? You know? So I, I,
0: I, I understand that I, I still have an issue with the fact that like, again, it's having a cake and eating it too. In my mind, um, morally. Um, but Danielle time travel,
2: (laughs) time travel. Okay. So like I said I've seen this twice now and good I I everyone I talked to Did you to- take notes? <laughs> Uh, I actually did the second time, but mostly on quotes and outstanding questions I had.
3: Um, (laughs) I left the time travel almost completely out of the (laughs) question. I was about to say, don't bring us any questions, Danielle. We we got no answers. (laughs) No way. I want to hear
0: those questions when this is all over, but for now, (laughs) I have my
2: notepad somewhere here. Um, But I think the time travel portion of this is the part that most people that I've talked to have struggled with. Um, Just because they say that the rules of what you think you know about time travel are all wrong. And here are our rules. But then they don't really give the rules, is kind of how it felt to me. So they were explaining how when you go back in time, you can't, anything you do in that period will not affect the current present that you're coming from. Mm -hmm. So does that mean, or? How do you interpret it? Do you interpret it as like going back in time was already a part of that past? And so it's already reflected in your normal present or in going back in time, are they going to like an alternate real or like a parallel reality to go back in time? And then when they go back to their normal time, they're going back to their reality.
0: Great question. Um the problem is that I can't answer it because I could say either one and have many points to both back me up and discredit sure. me. Sure. Um mm-hmm. the ancient one, that's the name of Tilda Swinton, right? Yes. yes. Okay. She has this whole thing where she's like, if you remove the stone from our branch, like it goes off and it's darker than the other thing that I've made. Um so it seems as though they are entering our timeline. And when they make a change, that creates a quantum branch off that is different, right? But I have to assume that it is still, like, your stream will still continue, but then now there's just a split universe? So, like, you'll always, what you see is the present, you will always return to as it was when you left, but you may have inadvertently made a different universe... But I don't understand then why literally everything they do doesn't create a different universe. Because everything they're doing is an interaction that didn't happen initially. Now, you could say, like, there's a lot of wiggle room in there. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, ordering a coffee doesn't have the same effect as blowing up a building. So, like, maybe it has to be something big enough like removing an infinity stone. Um, or
2: marrying Peggy Carter. That's the part that fucks me up, though. Because oh, that's a huge change. I wrote change. two thousand words about that. So oh, okay, that's okay. A, that okay. is a, so, uh,
3: so. So y'all are y'all are racking your brain. Can I can I jump in here? No, no. I
0: I I want to I want to ask Danielle. Okay. So like you said, you wrote two thousand words about that. Um, what were those words about? <laughs> that's we don't have time for that's that's that question. <laughs>
3: Come on.
2: No, no. I am terrible question. Peggy Carter didn't deserve her treatment in Avengers Endgame because she was treated as an object, and also by Steve going back in time to be with her, most likely messed up her character development that she got in Agent Carter, as well as who knows if she would have founded Shield and actually lived her happy life before before Steve got there.
0: Okay, super kind of happy stuff. to hear that because I remember you and I bonding over our love of our gal Peg.
2: Oh yeah, my gal Peg. Welcome gal to another Peg. episode, of my gal Peg.
0: <laughs> and um.
4: Like so yeah, like,
3: comedy. I don't know. I I feel like Steve would have given her the opportunity to say yes or no to that situation. But here's the thing:
2: he what he would have given her the opportunity.
0: Oh, Bill. Ooh, mm-hmm. choose your words carefully. Mm-hmm. I, think shared, <laughs> I think that they had a shared. I think that they had a shared. Did I respect, say
3: no? No, no. Hold on. What did I say?
0: Uh, that Steve would have given her an opportunity when you know damn well allowed Peggy allowed can her take her own opportunities.
3: <laughs> well, y'all are supposing that he didn't and i'm saying that i'm saying that he would give her that opportunity no no
0: it's 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 saying that so steve goes into the ice and is presumed dead and that is a a thing in peggy's life yes that is going that to she is dr- grieved right
2: yes and moved on from
0: exactly you, and so we don't know we don't bill, know what please. timeline bill, hold on we bill, don't know what bill, timeline bill, he bill, went to bill stop <laughs> okay peggy has <laughs> grieved when when any Steve,
2: Peggy has grieved,
0: yes, and and then she moved on, and she did all of that stuff that has been happening in this movie's present timeline. If Steve comes back and they can live a happy life together, none of that stuff may have happened. So then they would have branched off into a different universe. But then why is he sitting there with them at the end? And also, just like again what Danielle said, it it, it completely changes every story that they've told about Peggy since then.
2: If it's in the same, like if it's in that other rule of time travel that we were debating between.
3: Precisely. Yes. Yes. So, so there's, there's a lot of suppositions about like what, what they're ultimately saying about time travel, right? Because they're saying that you can't change your present. Right. And Mm -hmm. so what, 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 Thanos says at one point in this film is that he's inevitable, right? And so that the snap is going to happen regardless of what you want it, whether you want it to or not. And so his, his present timeline, he won, he got his infinity stones, he made the snap happen and blah, 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 right? It's inevitable. So I think what they're saying by you can't change your present is basically that whatever happens when you go back in the past whatever ripple effects you make it doesn't matter over the long haul because they will work themselves out to end up at the same end point because at the same end point you have to then be able to go back in time right so you can't like you can't erase yourself right? Does that make sense? Like, like this goes into looper territory where they're talking about like ending people's loop because you have to basically erase them out of existence. You can't like affect them in, in some other way. You basically have to erase them. There's no other way to get them out of a timeline, um, or to affect their timeline because they're basically like something is going to happen to where, your present is always your present. Does that make sense? I don't know. I feel like I'm talking with Strauss. No,
2: no, I understand. That was a, I understand what you're saying. But then that also is like, so did Steve Rogers live out his life?
3: A in the past Steve and Rogers, let all those
2: things happen, so there were multiple Steves at once in the same timeline, rather than going to an well, alternate one. S-
3: S- S- uh, Steve is such a Steve is such a unique proposition because right now, if he goes back to the 1940s, he's still frozen in ice. One version of him, right? So, so they're not living like at the same time, kind of. But everybody else fucks with that, right? right so but like- he's the only one that has made that. And and done that successfully and lived his timeline out where he's basically ending his loop, right? That's what we see in Looper when when uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt like uh, jumps and starts living in in China or what? Uh, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry, uh, spoilers for Looper. Um, but uh, you know, that's that's kind of his unique unique situation is because once Steve is frozen. And the other Steve is able to live out his life with Peggy. Now, whether that affects what Peggy ends up ultimately doing, maybe he's like, okay, look, if we're going to do this, you still have to do X, Y, and Z, because that's what you got to accomplish. Or maybe he pushes her in those directions to help her make sure that happens. Because just like what Dr. Strange says to Iron Man, if I tell you how it happens, then it won't happen.
0: My issue bill is that that while that takes care of it in a mechanical sense that still robs Argal peg of a yep. little bit of her agency and independence in a way that yep. is troubling.
2: And also I, then I Steve lets see. Hydra grow and he leaves bucky to be tortured <laughs> and all of, of these other things.
3: Well, right. but also it, it but means again, that, also, that
0: that supposes
3: bill, <laughs> that
0: okay also it means that every time that steve goes and sees older peggy that somewhere in that house trying to be as quiet as possible is an older steve who doesn't want to get in his way yeah that's awkward
2: he's peeping on him oh
1: no (laughs) uh
3: look like and and to the bucky thing and stuff like that again he can't change the reality right and but so, he
0: has, he went back and he married her. Like if he's willing to do that, he got rid of her family. Yeah, like who who was who was Sharon Carter? Was that
2: her niece? So oh, her brother okay, so Michael her most likely have- his his daughter. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. So so that's still fine.
0: <laughs> he kissed her niece yeah, though that's, that's
2: not completely yeah. incestuous just no. by marriage it is uh,
3: hey look i'm about to go watch a show called game of thrones so you know whatever <laughs> it's all good
0: yeah but those people aren't the heroes bill even though they are blonde and handsome what um wait in game of thrones yeah
3: yeah they're definitely the heroes you <laughs> i you call
0: them, them. the heroes <laughs> i said they're not the heroes bill says incestuousness with captain america is slightly fine because he's about to oh. go see game of thrones um i don't
3: understand what just happened but okay
0: it's fine someone listening will understand what happened uh what was i gonna say so the this here's the thing i understand the confusion and i hadn't even thought about the way that it affected uh peggy because i have because i've only seen these movies and not seen that particular show following the best mcu movie um captain america the first avenger you don't really get to see her as a character. She is a totem of his past who he watches pass away. And then he hooks yeah. up with her hot niece. And yep. so like, I'm glad Danielle that you're here. Cause that is a whole thing that I hadn't thought about, but I did find the final scene of him, like finally getting his dance and like sharing that kiss with her to be emotionally affecting in a, in a way that I feel like most people found many other parts of this movie. Mm hmm. But much as, you know, like what we're talking about now, it sort of falls apart when you look at most of it. Like, I mean,
2: the- I love that they're happy and their happiness makes me happy. It's just like <laughs> the fact that I know that all of these other things have happened that makes it sad. But I did get emotional during that scene.
0: Right. And that's an issue that I've had with a lot of these movies is that they evoke a Pavlovian response within me that I am sometimes willing to let myself give into. But the second that it comes under any scrutiny, I realize the hollowness and cravenness with which those things were deployed upon me.
1: Mm.
3: Well, which uh, bums look, me out sometimes. <laughs> I, I I love Steve Rogers as a character. I think he's, he's a beautiful soul and his happiness is, uh, is, yeah, it makes and me he's happy. he's got a great ass. <laughs> he's oh, got yeah. a great ass. ass. Oh, man. That's America's amazing. ass, baby. It's America's but, ass. I don't know how that, that whole sequence ended up in this movie, yeah. but I'm glad it does. Like, I don't know where the fuck that comes Apparently,
0: from. Apparently, but... fans have talked about how bad his first uniform was and made oh, no, a no, point no. of talking no, no, about no, the no. ass. So, like, they I, the writers of the I, movie were I like, we should address topic. that.
3: I've made that point. Anytime they keep showing that uniform, I want to gag in my mouth and and like kill myself. Like it's yeah. a terrible fucking uniform.
2: I regret such, it used to be my favorite one no. and I used to fight for it and I don't know what I was thinking. No, World
0: War II <gasps> uniform is best.
3: Yeah. Yes. Uh and 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 his present timeline's pretty good too. Uh the the one with the the helmet that still works, but yeah, that that first Avengers uniform is just god awful. It's so bad. And like I get I I mean, I guess I guess some fans have just been honing in on his ass.
2: I mean, uh, his ass is great. All the time, Chris uh, Evans I is know. A I've a god, and I've followed it for a while. It's okay,
3: great. okay, so I guess I guess maybe it's not a flattering suit to his ass then, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, like they they definitely point out, and they're like they're like, nah, it, it's a good ass though. <laughs> uh, I love this movie. Um, Fuck okay. this movie. So <laughs> so so what. what a, what else do we need to talk I don't about I don 't know
0: michael you haven 't said anything you want to do you want to jump in here with some no. yeah, we, we got
3: we gotta keep it above infinity war levels all right man no i no i'm i
4: i 'm literally listening. I actually think this is a really thoughtful conversation don 't you no. want to be part of it? Is...
3: <laughs> Yeah,
4: What's no, your, I, I don't have anything huge to add. Like I, I don't know. The time travel stuff is is something that uh, I don't know. It it reminded me a lot of like modern Doctor Who in how like barely coherent it was, and you know, it's just timey wimey, timey wimey. Like, it, it, so that stuff was something that honestly i wasn 't thinking too hard about now no honestly, when that comes into when you 're talking about Peggy and that scenario you were discussing like yeah that's uh that does seem like a problem and I mean i to be fair too like i've had this with literally every um every I'm marvel movie oh. no every marvel movie it's like the more I pick at it, the more I'm like, Oh, okay. I don't quite like that as much as I thought. I don't like, like, I, I just don't think that these films stand up to scrutiny and that's not necessarily right. bad. It's just kind of been a thing for me. And, and
0: what's, what's weird to, to jump off of what you just said, Michael, is that I, I, especially this present opinion of mine has gotten a lot of people. There are a lot of people who agree with me. I want to point that out. Um, <laughs> during my conversation you with you <laughs> during my conversation with david chen i was not nearly as hounded as i thought i would be however there are people who are like you're thinking too much about this bro you're you're picking too much like just turn your brain off and then i'm like i have read a year's worth of bullshit about people yeah. going back over infinity war frame by frame to figure out what dumb piece of shit background prop is going to be important. So don't you dare say that I'm thinking too much about these. Well, I think that's – I, I think we talked about this last time,
4: Brian. Yeah. This, this has been my ongoing problem is like, you know, that people say I'm too negative about it. Yep. I, but I, if I look too hard at it, then I'm not being fair to it. But if I do actually want to critique it, then – I, th- there's there's no place for me to feel like I'm gonna be okay, and it's not like I can ignore uh, these. And well, honest, I'm, I'm gonna say something something uh, truly horrible right now. Do it. Oh, I don't think this is gonna be my last one.
0: Oh no, Michael. Yeah, yeah. we had a deal. Your last oh, oh, Marvel what? movie. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I yes, don't know. More
2: kitchen conversations. <laughs>
0: stay away from those knives (laughs)
3: Um, so so (laughs) here's here's my thing mike and and you know being the part of the trio danielle you know uh not excluding you but you know as the regular podcast host yeah the core avengers as you would um of this you know my my leanings are more towards like i i enjoy these and i have a lot of fun with these generally uh Captain Marvel kind of excluded. Um that was fun but it was also like I I pulled on that thread right Mike and and it yeah. unraveled really quick. Um I've I've pulled on a couple of look, I I saw this movie like three hours ago, okay? So I've pulled on a couple of threads on this movie and yeah, some of it has unraveled, but I think this one is gonna kinda hold hold together. Well there's some threads. Feel, <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's yeah. Um but I feel for people that do not enjoy the MCU because these are the biggest monstrosities that are around and that like my god like when i looked at my facebook page over this weekend like and i was i felt like i was the last person to fucking see this movie and it's it's (laughs) sunday it's sunday and i'm like what the fuck is like this this world is really weird because nowadays if you don't consume something the day of you you just feel like you're an eternity behind yep. and like that's what these films and you know we were talking at the top about all the box office records and things like that and i really do think right now you know and and i alluded to it earlier game of thrones is is wrapping up this film kind of puts a bow on on at least the core group right um and like this is, it's a really weird time to be alive because these are likely in television and in film the two biggest things that will happen like in the next like ten years. More than likely that like everybody, if you, was, yeah. yeah. If, if 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 you're not watching it, if you're not consuming it. You're you're gonna be so behind, it's, but in like ten years, it's not gonna fucking matter. Like nobody's gonna know. This nobody's is so gonna big care. that.
0: That not seeing it almost sounds like more of a statement than seeing it.
3: Yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: Just, just do it. Just for fuck's sake, just do it. We're all doing it. Just do it
3: yeah. for God's sake. Yeah, it's um, it's it's weird, but like I I don't know. Like I I feel for you, Mike, because you know you've been a vocal kind of proponent or uh, opponent of some of these films and things like that, and we keep doing these fucking podcasts on it. It's, <laughs> like it's you know it's like this or doing like I. I don't know some other dumb fucking movie that nobody wants to watch either and so it's just like let's just do this fucking thing you know i know i'm not talking about infinity war or i'm not talking about in-game but i'm talking about like like anything in between like uh, like we didn't do Ant-Man and the Wasp right yeah, so no, it's we did like, not. why why didn't we cuz nobody fucking cares about Ant-Man and the Wasp except except <laughs> Paul Yard all the it <laughs> Brian yeah. did not you watch it I watched, I watched it, like, it on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I watched it like 4 weeks ago on Netflix but I wasn't going to trek out to the opening no, night no. theater to watch it you but, know that's not but, that's like, not my I thing support I, Goggins. I am
3: I I want <laughs> it's, it's it's a weird reality we live in It's super it weird I
0: just want to say that it's it's hard for me to be a person who's expected to have an opinion about these movies because people want them to be certain fans, I won't say people, but certain fans want them to be taken seriously. They want the uh what's the word I'm looking for? Uh they want the satisfaction, the the gratification of people saying like, it. yes, these things you like are serious, but they don't want the attendant scrutiny and i don't know how to do anything without giving it an unreasonable level of scrutiny so like my (laughs) options are be super dismissive yeah and be like yeah i saw it it was fucking fine what do you think it's some kid shit like it it, like the 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 pretty people in spandex punch each other real good like eh." and that just comes off as being an asshole but then if i bring up my moral quandaries people are like well you're thinking too much about it's a comic book movie it's like well if i rocked in and said it was fine, I guess. You know, the dumb reptiles who saw it are going to like it. Like, which of those is preferable? Like, don't you want me to expand a little bit of the critical faculties that I put on something like, I don't know, the tree of life onto this movie? Like, that is, that is that that is in my mind, its own kind of, like, uh, I can't think of the right word. i mowed and weeded so much today. Um, that's its own kind of of blessing i think like the fact that i don't look at this the way that i'm looking at like the secret life of pets 2 you know and just say like well, will let the kids enjoy it but i don't have to see it the fact that i'm putting the kind of scrutiny that i would to any you know film made by the Darden brothers like that's that that should be that should be taken as a sign of good faith even if i come out not on the side of the people who like it. And um, that's why I'm happy that we have Danielle here because you are a fan who, who clearly likes these movies, but you're also able to look at them in a critical way where you can acknowledge that the treatment of Thor is dicey.
3: Can, can I, can I jump in before Danielle, you, you put a bow on this. Before I accept my praise. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) We will, we will give you the medal that Chewbacca rightly deserves. Um, (laughs) uh that's 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 a little star wars inside joke if if you got that yeah Yeah, really you said chewbacca i I I didn't
0: realize that that was a star wars joke no
3: no 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 the metal that he got off screen right yes (laughs) yes
0: anyway (laughs) bill what were you gonna say
3: um so what i was gonna say is brian i think what we're dealing with is just the nature of toxic fandom and the reality of people want a lot of scrutiny and they want praise and they want all those beautiful things without it negatively affecting what they want to enjoy. And so if you come at what they enjoy with that, uh, scrutiny and and all of that shit that's when they start fighting back right they're like oh bro like you're 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 giving too much right, but we also saw the opposite where critics fell in love with the last jedi right it's sitting at i don't know fucking like ninety five percent on rotten tomatoes or something. it made gobs of money and 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 what is. happened then and and yeah and and some fans were like no this movie's bullshit like they, they didn't treat uh uh fucking luke skywalker right and and that's not what yoda would do and like even frank oz is like bro like that's definitely what yoda would do well to be know? fair
0: to you know no disrespect to frank but some of us fans have lived with yoda so much longer than <laughs>
3: it's it's just it's it's maddening it's maddening because some people just are not going to be happy and i just i don't want to spend time trying to make those kind of people happy because it's out of my fucking like i'm sitting here and i'm tony stark and i got my little kid man like like last jedi infinity war endgame like those are my little kids and you're like nah but but Luke Skywalker wouldn't do that. I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to cover my kids' ears and I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Like, I have lost
0: the thread not... of this analogy so uh,
3: hard. Uh, <laughs> yep. um, know, uh, Danielle,
0: would you like to accept the praise that I gave you 10 minutes ago?
3: <laughs> I
2: would. Thank you very much. No, I think... I enjoy taking things apart just to see how they're made. Like, I've always loved DVD special features to see how everything is made. Or I've always loved spoiler special special podcasts and all that oh. kind of stuff. So I think... I don't think that you're wrong in that we want it both ways. Like we want to be able to say like, this is great for X, Y, Z and look, it's amazing. And then also, but like, don't look at its flaws. I think that there are certain areas of fans or like certain kinds of fans. And I think part of that sensitivity comes out of the fact that like, there's still a mentality that being a nerd or being a geek or like being into these kinds of things is still like outside of the mainstream, which it is not. It is very much now a part
3: of the mainstream. $1. Mm-hmm. $1. $1.2 billion, guys. Opening yeah. weekend. And the last 12 like,
0: of that was from Bill. <laughs> the it's have inherited the earth.
2: <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <sighs> so won. I think it's partially that mindset still. And I think under that mindset, to pick it apart would be to make it just, I don't know, be valued less. Um, but hopefully we'll be seeing people doing this kind of thing more and more like i said this is something that i enjoy and just because i have issues with it um the issues that i have with Endgame don't overpower my love for it versus the issues i have with age of ultron definitely overpower Mm -hmm. anything that was good in that film for me (laughs) like there's a difference so that's okay
3: that's okay Um, you 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 are you are forgiven for that Wait, can we also say the dark world's bad too let's
4: say some bad oh, stuff yeah. about marvel movies oh yeah uh, oh, dark no. dark,
3: <laughs> dark, dark dark world
0: the dark world wasted your
3: praise <laughs> wasted <laughs> christopher
0: eccleston um what i wanted to say just to wrap up i think this this conversation about the conversation um is that I just this is the, the closest the closest analogy I can think of to this kind of thinking is this thing that I've got is great and it's very serious and I want you to share it, but also fuck you for saying anything bad about it is religion. Mm. Like Mm -hmm. I, I am Catholic and as a Catholic, I am fully willing to accept all kinds of criticisms about it because that's just how I am. And I'm totally fine with it. I have friends who are, whatever their religion is um, and know people who have different religions who are the opposite where, and cause I, I don't try to convert people to Catholicism because you know, I figure if that's the thing that's interesting to you, you probably already know about it. And I don't, I couldn't pitch it well, but there are mm-hmm. evangelicals, not evangelical Christians, but just people who are, are full adjective evangelical and they'll mm-hmm. say something. And the second that you say like, so how do you square that with the stance about blank it's just like you just murdered their mom in front of them <laughs> and they go off on you. And it's like, well, I don't think I want to be part of your club, Dennis, because <laughs>
3: <Damn> <laughs> oh, Dennis. Dennis.
0: I just I was <laughs> like, what's Dennis. a fun name to say with disdain? <laughs> <laughs> and Dennis is what you came up with. I think the hard <laughs> D and then the trailing S sounds like really good. Like Dennis, Den-
3: Dennis, the menace comes to mind. But yeah, go yeah. ahead.
0: I, my other go-to is usually Todd. Um, Todd, fucking yeah, Todd. And that's so. That's kind of what this is. It's like, guys, guys, like, oh, I love these characters so much. Like, please come and watch this movie with me. What do you think of it? Well, I had some issues here. It's like, no, nah, man, fuck you, man. These characters are important yep. to me. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think I realized what we were doing here. Um, yeah, I apologize. We were
3: we were just praising it. That's it. Yeah. You know. And it, and if you have criticism beyond that, it's uh, I you know I don't want to hear it. Which is which is wild you know
0: yeah um, if you're yeah I'm done with analogies for this um something else I want to talk about is how this movie legitimately like ends how it resolves itself so uh, let's go through a little bit uh, a different Thanos from the past comes through the time gate he bombs all of Avengers headquarters with a celestial Airship, but no one dies, uh-huh. and everyone yeah, no is at their full fighting capacity. Again, totally fine. That was kind of dumb. That was kind of dumb. It's super mm-hmm. dumb. I was annoyed in the moment, but after a while, I was like, "It's a comic book movie." Like, I, that's... I thought it
2: was reminiscent I thought... of the attack on the Helicarrier in Avengers. No one died there
3: either.
0: Yeah, and that's the kind of stuff that I am in a, in a comic book movie. I am willing to allow for that because I'm like, well, you can't just have Hawkeye, like, take a piece of shrapnel to the face and then die there. Because, like, every hero death in this must be heroic. I mean, you or could trapped. do that to Hawkeye. It'd
3: be I, fine. I legitimately thought... <laughs> the Mohawk. Because they they spend some time, like, away from that s- s- sequence for a little bit. And I was like, this is how they're going to kill them? I was I was legitimately, like, preparing myself for, like, that's how... Because... I was thinking about who just possibly died and maybe Hawkeye gets out and maybe like one or two of them survive. But like, if you look at the bulk of them, right, it was that core of those are all the
0: people that people were thinking would probably die.
3: And and so I was like, holy shit, that's a hell of a way to fucking. And then I was like, wait, there's like 30 minutes left in this movie. Movie I was like, Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) The movie dusts its hands and is like, all right, got that out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, so, there's a there's a there's a one on a one on one or a three on one battle, mm-hmm. and then um, mm-hmm. the armies show up. And then you can't skip past it. Army battle. What? No, wait. You can't it? skip
3: what? past it. No, I'm,
0: gonna, I'm skipping past it. Um, and then no. Captain Marvel shows up because remember that she is in oh, this that's movie. That's another issue. Yeah. Oh. Danielle, I so The women in
2: this film get the shaft. I so wanted
0: to ask you about that scene. And I know that you know what I'm talking about. Uh Uh-huh. When... Okay, so like, let's just just do this as a sidebar. Spider-Man has the gauntlet.
2: All right, let's go backwards.
0: Spider-Man has the gauntlet and he's all like, oh my God, I can't get it. And then Captain Marvel, the celestial being who can travel light years in an instant and smash through a spaceship, shows up and is like, give it to me and I'll get it to the shitty brown van. And he looks out over the field of battle of all the people on foot scrumming with each other and (laughs) says, how are you going to get it there? And instead of igniting herself on fire and flying through them or over them, if she'd prefer not to have to clean her windshield, every female character in this movie shows up for a splash page and says, like, we'll help. And then fucking just like... What are your thoughts on this? I
2: thought we were talking about something else. Oh, I loved you
0: loved this. this. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I hated it. No,
2: that. it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I think it's, it's clunky. It's not well done, but that's because it's not the norm. Mm. And it is because it's Captain Marvel who's mm. leading the charge. I think those two things don't make this work. Mm. Uh, um, but without... <laughs> Without those aspects, I loved this. And I wish the entire battle was like this. And it sucks that it feels out of place that they felt like they had to do this because the norm is not this. Mm
0: -hmm. This to me, like, you know, I'll be quick on this because clearly we disagree. And and I'm I'm not going to try to like convince you otherwise. But like Inku Kang on Slate had an article about this. And so if you look for that, you'll be able to find it. And she says a lot of what I feel. I just like it. It's it's like in Infinity War when they specifically have one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse be a woman so that three of the women can team up and fight her. It's just this really weird, very pandering thing that just like somehow it just rubs me really the wrong way especially when this movie it's only other major female character previously her big victory moment was when she was able to murder herself
2: this is what i thought we were talking about and i, I was, was worried
0: as i was saying it that you might think it was that
2: yeah it was but that. this is also that was great. that what that reaction was for
0: okay so what are your thoughts yeah. on that
2: <laughs> uh i fucking love nat and i hated that i to a point, I can understand why it happened, but I think it's bullshit and I hate it.
0: <laughs> I um, I agree. I love Nat, too. And I am not happy that this is how she went out. Um, uh, here's, so Red Skull is up there on his little mountaintop whittling mm-hmm. or, or watching friends or whatever he does while he's waiting for people to travel the cosmos for the Soul Stone and then murder each other. When they sent Hawkeye and and Nat, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. fuck. Like, well, that's obvious. Because, like, Red Skull's going to say, like, you know, you must give up the thing you love the most. And neither Tony
2: nor Nebula warned them when they (laughs) both knew.
3: Yeah, that Thanos comes back and and Gamora's gone. Mm -hmm. And so, like... Uh, Nebula definitely knows that she she was sacrificed because she's the one that fills in the blanks when they're fighting Thanos and they're almost getting the glove off and yeah. and Mantis is on top of her and she's like she's like he's he's in mourning and she's like it's because of Gamora and and then that's when Peter Quill freaks the fuck out and so it's like Nebula clearly fucking knows that. In order to get this thing, more than likely someone was sacrificed. Well and it's like you send just two two best friends, two besties, <laughs> and it's like, all right, you fucking kids, you figure it out. And it's like Well that's the craziest stuff. part
0: for me is that um So they send the two best friends and I'm like, Oh well I know that I know which one they're going for because that's how this plot has to work. But like, what if roadie and and nebula had gone would 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 red skull have looked at them and been like you two are pretty much strangers right please go and come back with a loved one like (laughs) (laughs) or do you just have to kill anyone i don't know his
3: his verbiage is leaves room for interpretation because different both times yes he definitely says you have to sacrifice a soul for a soul that's like his main point but then he specifically tells Thanos it has to be someone you love and the thing you love most yeah the thing you love most and I think maybe maybe it changes for the person that's coming there right and for Thanos, sacrificing a soul would be fucking nothing, right? And so he has to make a grander sacrifice. For these two, sacrificing a person is a giant thing. And so it's not it, – it doesn't have to be a loved one at that point. But
0: they've Although both killed I think many, many people. Like clearly they have no problem murdering people. So like could Hawkeye uh, have taken a sure, triad member sure. and been H- like H- –
3: H- Hawkeye Hawkeye more than anything but yeah I mean they still said
2: loved one they just didn't say the one you love most right yeah I think that's where the difference in language is. he's
0: downgraded it maybe like four other people had shown up (laughs) and were like hey Hawkeye sucks
4: what
0: Hawkeye does suck oh
2: he should have been flung off that mountain so
4: fucking lame
2: what's (laughs) done for him I love
4: Linda Cardellini
0: but come on yeah she could do so much better she should just go back to cheating on her heart surgeon husband with Don Draper (laughs) um boy i was gonna say something now i can't remember like but red skull's just up there being like you know soul stone one loved one and maybe maybe like he's starting to lower the price
3: um (laughs) any takers any takers please kill a stranger get a soul stone to me please (laughs) Uh, what was i I, I love i love that they they break away from the moment really quick but hawkeye tries to like engage him in conversation at one point and you can see red skull just kind of floating there and then hawkeye just kind of gives up he's like ah all right well you're not saying anything okay nat like i guess i guess we're not gonna convince this motherfucker like he's just gonna watch all right cool man
0: yeah it (laughs) was um what's his family gonna think when they see that haircut
3: (laughs) and those tattoos
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay.
3: Um, so your, here, your your issue with the end.
0: My issue with what? Yeah,
2: let's get back to the end.
0: Oh, the right. End. Yeah. Uh so Tony gets the glove or the stones or whatever. And after having unsnapped all the people that got snapped previously, his 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 big winning play is to snap. Yes. A bunch of fucking people instantaneously all of them to death. Mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. that seem sort of hypocritical and fucked up
3: uh, i mean they're bad guys so Aren't i mean they? this this <laughs> is this is this is the the thing this that is the pro- always... this is the problem this is
0: that when people say that superhero movies are fascistic power fantasies <laughs> this is precisely <laughs> what they're talking about
3: yeah i know like like there's there's a a ton of people that die in a lot of these movies and a a lot of times like you're like, Oh, but those are the bad guys. And so it's all good. Right? Like the death star blows the fuck up. Like there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that work on that fucking death star. Right. I just think, are we mourning them? No, but uh, (laughs) yeah, maybe, you know, how many of them
0: were slaves? Like, you know, how many, I I don't know. Are these, I just, it's, it it to my mind is very bizarre that this movie, which has also been to an extent, and I want to, I want to, I got to find the tweet real quick, but I, a friend of mine who also had an issue with this movie brought up the idea that these movies are supposed to be, or began with. The idea that Tony Stark decided that he needed to stop selling weapons because, like, weapons were evil. And so he's like, I'm going to become a weapon to protect people from people who bought my weapons, basically. And my friend Andrew Johnson on Twitter said... um I'm profoundly depressed and angry that the ultimate end for Iron Man, who began the series questioning U.S. foreign policy and the responsible use of weaponry, is now, do what the bad guys do, get the super weapon and wipe out the invaders. Like, it's a little, I think it's a little fucked up. And maybe it doesn't feel that way because it's magic instead of missiles, but like, that still feels weird to me.
3: I don't know, man. Thoughts? Like it's 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 the Chitauri and it's Thanos' army, and I don't I don't know if there's I I don't know. Like maybe right, if you maybe can't, they feel like they they've had this discussion and they can't move past the discussion. So um, uh, you know, policy di- d- diplomacy is out the window at this point.
2: I. I think I well I haven't thought about it that way. Uh in that like it's not great. Um <laughs> the the two things that I can say about it, one they these people went or Thanos and his army went out of their way and out of their timeline to come and like attack and completely just take out everyone which makes them feel slightly worse. And then the other thing is, is I wonder what the are all of the things that they are fighting. Are are all of the things that are within Thanos's army are they all sentient beings? Because mm-hmm. back in the first Avengers, once they take out the mothership, everything powers down completely.
3: The they so do, could
0: yeah, be like the Chitauri do, or like some sort of clone.
3: There's like a hive mind, basically.
2: Is it like a hive mind?
0: Is it- I don't know because the potentially the the the, ch- the 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 chicory or whatever they are. Chitari. That's <laughs> a kind of coffee, isn't it?
3: Yeah, chicory is like a. Oh flavoring. no, that's a spice. Um, anyway, yeah. It's a spice.
0: Yeah, they they like they do. I think they do power down. So it's almost more like they're robots but like bionic robots like organic well, the, robots I don't the know the
3: war dogs the war dog creature things those are definitely like being led by uh Thanos and and his his like specific like right-hand men and women right yeah. so they're like controlled um now whether they're sentient or not i'm not sure how how far office center they are of just like just being mindless beasts mm-hmm. or if they're just like pointed in a direction and just told go and that's what they do mm-hmm. right so like are they directly controlled like through the mind or is it just like they're just ravenous and they'll kill anything in their in their path period i
0: don't know they seem to be able to come up with some complex thoughts but i don't or you're you know tactics or something now the other thing that my friend andrew said and i'm curious about how you all feel about this um and the fact that it's presented as the one way out of 14 million to win is incredibly frightening to me no other alternatives to its worldview are possible there is no room for debate might makes right and the ends justify the means and that's just it I, I mean, I
3: don't know how you fight Thanos other than with power at this point because his ultimate end goal is still going to be – and even now, it's changed. It's worse. Right? Yeah.
0: It is now, It is somehow worse. It's just weird because like, you know, like no- Nova's – Nova? Nova. Is that her Nova name? Nova Core? No. What are we talking about? Cosmos? What's, the, what's Karen, Karen Gillan's? Nebula? Nebula? Nebula, that's it. Um, she changes, and she starts as like a super fanatical hardliner. So, like, is it beyond the bounds of possibility there might have been some way to talk Thanos out of it? Like, Does, does I think Thanos have I think a brother? His, I think his issue is that, like, it's not like this is the easiest way, which is somehow worse, actually, but, or, like, this is the most direct way, but, like, it's the only way. Like, there is no hope for anything but the utilization of this super weapon to, to a man, obliterate your enemies.
3: Well, to be honest with you, I don't even think he needs to snap his finger. I think he just needs to keep the gauntlet away from Thanos. And I think, I think they're going to win that fight. No, he,
0: but he, no, because Strange holds up his finger and is like, what? And then he snaps and he's, he's dead. Like they're all dead. Like, I don't think that that's it. I think that he has to snap.
2: So it's problematic in that there is no alternative, like, if, like, there is no other alternative of Tony Stark holding onto the gauntlet and then Captain Marvel just going crazy on Thanos' ass.
0: Right, like, maybe maybe instead of snapping the entire army away, they could just, like, beat Thanos down and then all of his people, you know, you, you kill the snake by cutting off the head. You strike the shepherd that the sheep will scatter. That type of thing, you know? But instead, it's it's, like, genocide. Like targeted genocide
1: mm.
0: yeah i don't know i think it's Not worth wrong. bringing up but you know the ethical politics of this
4: series have always been suspect going back to
0: <laughs> oh whether God, you God, want to I'm talk Michael about was...
4: civil war or captain america or iron man like the fascist quality's kind of always been there so but it's just kind of like eh. but winter soldier like fought that
0: fascism you know? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I don't Danielle know. Daniel back me I, up here.
2: <laughs> I love Winter Solar, so one hundred percent yes. Alright. <laughs> this is why you're always welcome. right. I'm not partial or, or biased at all. One hundred percent
4: yes. <laughs> I swear I'm not intentionally trying to just like disappear from this podcast again. I just don't I realize I just don't I don't have a lot to say about these movies. Uh,
0: I enjoyed I, this one.
2: You, yes, <laughs> just that you liked it. That is enough. <laughs>
0: that is a step forward for michael snydell people people even though you've spoken 17 words people won't be able to complain because they've almost all been positive and that's all that people want for you michael don't worry i'm sure i'll hate something next week
3: yeah um it, well it won't be detective pikachu because i'm hearing raves about that oh,
0: I'm, so excited. I'm so excited oh my god i am too
2: <laughs> what is wrong with <laughs> <laughs> where would you like me to start
0: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to it. our special episode <laughs> what is wrong with us special <laughs> guest danielle zimmerman is here <sighs> what was i gonna say um basic uh, we've been talking for like two hours now right Yes. yeah
3: so yeah, let's wrap it up let's wrap it up
0: <laughs> michael you haven't been talking for two hours you've <laughs> been, been over been there listening. playing snake or something <laughs> This is Uh, a good
3: conversation.
0: I'm just – He's a fly on the wall. How good is the conversation on a podcast when one of the co-hosts just ducks (laughs) out so that he can listen uninterrupted?
4: It's been a long day.
3: I had a lot of lamb. It's it's, (laughs) – I feel so bad for you. Go away, Michael.
0: I know. My life is so hard. Holy shit. Um. (laughs) Let's wrap so, it
3: up. Let's wrap it up.
0: Here we I go. I don't know if we have to wrap it up, but like, I, I'm curious if anyone else has any major things that they want to talk about in this movie. Danielle.
2: <laughs> uh, I guess I'm anyone else. Um,
0: I decided to single out one of the annies just to, so, to, to streamline things. I mean <laughs>
2: – We didn't talk about it. We talked about time travel a little bit, but I really enjoyed the returns to the previous movies. That is something that was a real highlight for me, especially considering the first Avengers is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I enjoyed seeing the second perspective on that and kind of playing in that movie's world again. Um, And I thought all of the returns to the other movies, except for the space in 2014. So I guess... Which ones am I talking about then? Um, are you uh, talking Asgard, about the Peter
3: Quill dance thing.
2: That okay, that part was fine. I did okay. enjoy seeing um, Chris Pratt constantly get taken down a notch and like mm-hmm. just hit in yeah. the head, hit in the balls. Like it was great. And then,
4: it. Yeah. Yeah. does anyone like Chris Pratt anymore? Like I, uh, I, I,
2: I think bring, a lot of
3: us
0: are off that ship. Bring back Fat Pratt. That's <laughs> yeah. all I gotta say. Uh, uh, I you they should have just fat shaming.
3: In, instead of instead of fat Thor, it should have just been fat
0: Pratt. But like Andy, I mean, he was already
2: on his way, according to *The Guardians of the Galaxy* <laughs> in the last <laughs> movie. He's gonna get true. a
0: flex. Um, Andy's Andy's portliness in *Parks and Rec* was m- born out of joviality. You know, he wasn't because he was sad. Yeah. No.
3: Yes. Yeah. It's not
0: fat but, shaming. No I want him to be that way again. I want him to be happy what was the michael was it you who sent me the thing that said like it was a tweet that was like you can tell who yes got killed yes. in 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 an end game because they're eating carbs again yeah
1: <laughs> <Poor> <laughs> you're in gosh. hollywood yeah fair
0: yeah oh. um a couple other well i guess so a couple other things i just want to dash off real quick um so apparently the snap killed one half of all life in the universe and i think we had a question about that on our podcast of like what do you mean all life like birds and bumblebees and ants too or just like sentient life um because to my mind if your plan is to rebalance the universe by taking out like all the because his whole thing is like titan we were using our resources too much blah 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 like if we are already at a point where some of our animals are endangered, killing half of them is not going to help them. Oh, Jesus. Um, so it was He's weird fair. to find that that is the issue. Um, that, that he really just did that. He, he fucking just, like like the birds show up again and people are like, oh, my God, birds. I, I didn't really even saying. notice that the
2: birds were missing either time that I watched the movie until they came back.
0: Because how often do we see any wildlife in these movies at all anyway? Like, you see mm-hmm. just as many civilians in this movie as you do in any other Marvel movie. It's very difficult to feel a difference. Um, the having- so
3: birds disappeared? What are you talking about?
2: Yeah, so, uh, when after... Bruce does his snap Ant-Man goes over to the window looks out the window at the same time Hawkeye is getting a call from his wife and the reason why Ant-Man knows the snap worked is because there's a bunch of birds chirping and flying into like this little courtyard yeah that we hadn't heard previously
1: huh
0: yeah um so so that's weird so like 50% of all cows 50% of all whales yeah but whales are back in the Hudson which again yes the U.S. is uh, presumably back at 1970s level, and I don't think there are any whales in the Hudson then, but maybe there's just other ripple effects that have happened. So there's that. Um, I'm curious how we're going to feed all the people who came back. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so mass starvation, I assume, will be an issue, but I don't mm-hmm. you know, really want to get into too much of that, but I did want to throw it out there. And um, will someone... Explain to me why they didn't do a snap to try to save Tony's life. Who would have snapped? snapped. I don't know. Bruce again? He seemed to be doing fine. Or Thor? Like, you could... Like, Thor brings up the fact that he's a god, right? And I feel like he'd be willing to sacrifice an arm, you know, to save Tony. Well, I mean, there's a...
3: Like, isn't there a simple solution here where you snap your finger and you say, "I am resistant to this thing <laughs> happening"? And I'm then, assuming
0: that you can't do that. Yeah, well, <laughs> but like, like, I don't know. It's wish. You can't ask a right? genie for more wishes, Bill. You know. Ah, uh, they, they, they work around that, man. They work around that. Also, could you make it like? Could does it have to be a glove and a snap? Like, couldn't you make it something else that you don't have to put on your body? And what happens if you clap? Oh, you don't want to know what happens if you clap. (laughs) That's a bad form. Make Um, it clap. Could, could, But like, you know, (laughs) assuming that you can't say like, hey, can we just make it a magic eight ball or something? Um, Or a coin (laughs) that we flip or like anything else but the snapping thing. You're telling me there's not one person out there who, because he lives through it but is killed by it. Hulk is still able to take part in that fight.
2: Hulk also mentions at the end when he... Was it him? When he is manning the time travel machine right before Steve goes back to return all the stones, mm -hmm. Hulk mentions that in his snap, he tried to bring Nat back at the Mm -hmm. same time he was bringing back everyone else, and he couldn't do it. And I'm wondering if that's because somehow her her life was like directly tied to the infinity stones yes so i'm wondering if by doing the snap that makes tony's life directly tied in a way that those who were snapped their lives weren't
0: possible um because they can't bring they well they i don't know if they can't but they definitely don't bring back vision which i have no No. problem with um they've got a snap
3: <laughs> well, they've I got mean, a
0: different Kamora now.
3: <laughs> they, they could potentially bring back Vision. Like he's just kind of a lifeless uh uh I don't know you what think the they fuck is his body? Is.
0: I don't AI don't like, like they yeah, put it in a drawer with all the dead machine, batteries.
3: He's just a machine <laughs> slash android body. He needs he needs the vision stone or at least for it to be taken out of him properly. And so like I I think if they just put the mind stone back inside of him, it, it, maybe maybe he'll reboot. But I don't they know. can't
0: because they got to send those stones back, baby. Yes. yes. Um. Anyway, so uh, so that's okay. That that and it's too late to bring this up. I'm just gonna say it real quick, and then I can get either a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I think the fact that the snap deaths are not permanent, but that the deaths of our heroes are adds to the weird scoreboard cheapening of all human life except for the characters that we've been following no because...
4: one say thumbs up or thumbs down just do it
0: at your computer
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: all take right. a
2: selfie and send it in later
0: i'm glad am glad to hear <laughs> uh, by the air moving over your microphones that you all agree with me <laughs>
3: Um, I think one of my favorite moments in this film is seeing Captain America finally get to wield Mjolnir and uh, he doesn't – he doesn't – yeah, meow, meow. Uh, He doesn't just wield it. He fucking brings down lightning and thunder on Thanos and I was just – I was uh, like – prayer hands emoji the entire time i was just like oh my god this is everything
2: he and bounces then, it off of his shield yes just just chucks it like, the what the, is
0: this? the the creativity that he espouses while using mjolnir and his shield is as he's been thinking about this for a while <laughs> this is clearly his like man if i ever get my hands on that hammer i'm gonna throw it into the air and bounce my shield off of it and then shoot some fucking lightning it's gonna be so fucking metal guys yep and everyone's like oh steve's drunk again and then he's gonna say (laughs) i can't get drunk
2: Steve can't get drunk though
0: (laughs) exactly yeah Uh, i love it no he's just super excited about getting that hammer i did like that i i you know (gasps) brian said something positive i've said a few fucking positive things michael (laughs) <laughs> and the only time in this entire episode that I've sounded even something. close to is you open <laughs> your goddamn mouth and it's just to make fun of me after all your silence.
3: <laughs> Michael has in place. This is fun. Here's it's the thing. I,
0: I fucking love. Everybody loved, is valuable. I love Captain America in these movies. Every time he's in them, I like usually find something good. And so there is a part of me that's like, yay, Captain America. got to kiss the girl and he got to run around with Mjolnir. But again, there's so much darkness that the light that is Captain America getting to do all those cool things for me is like not worth it. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's where I, that's where I land. Um, Danielle, any final thoughts before we pack it in? Uh,
2: I still have so many questions and I don't know if they will ever get answered. Oh wait. But yeah. Okay. You had
0: questions. You want to rattle some off?
2: Oh no. Just like questions about the cinematic universe that would take us like years to ponder through. Um, I'm just saying I I am not averse to the fact that this movie left me with questions because it, I'm I'm satisfied. It was Clear. a culmination of 10 years and I think it did it well for a lot of storylines that happened or it just felt like fan service in a good way for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Unforced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a um there's a concept, you know, the concept of fan service is usually negative. Um Yes. Yeah. I, the the first time that I was uh, introduced to fan service was uh, in anime, and uh, I asked a friend why something that was extremely bizarre and seemed very gratuitous happened, and he's like, "Oh, that's just fan service." And so it became in my head a bad thing that was usually mm-hmm. of a sexual nature. Um, I think that a lot of the stuff that happens in this movie is not fan service, but is rather just like a culmination of desires that are organic or at least. Important to the plot, I think that there is some fan service, but in a kind of
3: the ass thing is definitely fan service,
0: right? But and that's in but and I would say that like, and I'm a fan of that service. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Michael, you are us wild card.
3: (laughs) Let's end it. it. Oh my god, that's amazing.
0: Um, what was I going to say? Now I can't even remember. I think that a lot of the things, like the entire plot of this movie, where their time heist is an incredibly self-satisfied masturbatory act. But I think that given everything that they've had to do to get to this point, it's slightly earned. Like, you can kind of get it. And so a lot of the fan service, I wasn't like rolling my eyes at it, but I'm like, this isn't for me. Someone out there is going to love this. And that's fine because this is a victory lap for them. A victory lap that has already netted them $1.2 billion. So, yeah. Um oh I, I am i am sad that we are not going to be able to dive into the questions that were written down in your notebook
2: it's okay it's fine. <laughs> i can rattle them off after we're done all right my cool. scribbles <laughs> uh,
0: uh michael anything to say before we leave how how was this conversation did you like it
4: uh, yeah it was good I'm, I'm looking at my notes and i'm realizing that uh, they run together, so it's very hard to read what I wrote. I did write Always Angry Hulk, though. We didn't talk about that. Were you bothered by that on a, on a uh, representation of trauma level? That no. It's now we're in
0: close. I was bothered by it on a CGI technical level because I thought that was one of the worst effects that I've seen in any of these movies. How about uh, Michael Douglas being DH? Again, even more so than the first time <laughs> Yeah, that
1: saw is, him. That was pretty
0: Woo. bad that was that was something yeah i oh, don't know why they had to up. do that flex couldn't they have just like had him shot from behind and so you just have a guy with hair i don't know <clears throat> i don't know it was weird um i missed john slattery too john slattery was good like it's john good slattery to see john slattery jarvis
2: was in this and i was so excited yeah. it was the jarvis from the agent carter television show
0: oh okay i was curious cuz i'm like he doesn't sound like jarvis nope because it was the actual
2: on-screen one.
0: Friday is Carrie Condon.
4: Did you guys know that from Halt and Catch Fire?
0: Uh, what else has she been in? Halt and Catch Fire? I don't know. <laughs> <Then> no, <laughs> I
2: don't know.
1: Fine. Fine. Right.
0: Her name oh. is Carrie Condon?
4: Yeah, she's wonderful.
0: She was also in Rome. Oh, she's in She's in Luck in Better Call Saul.
4: Yes, she is. Okay, yeah.
0: yeah. I haven't seen Halton and Catch Fire. Do I, should I catch up on that?
4: Yeah, the first season's a little rough, but yeah, it's, it's very good. You know good. what's
0: funny? I've, I actually, now that I've said that, I've seen the first season, so I can skip that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first season's meh. So it gets better it gets after real, that? It, it gets way better. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll do that then. This
3: is a perfect uh, conversation.
0: <laughs> I want to upset everyone right now. I watched the first three episodes of Ballers today.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what
4: is wrong with you? Uh,
0: we'll talk about it on our new podcast. What is wrong with us? <laughs> uh, I think that's all. I think we're good. Um, I need to see. Literally, did you like Ballers more or less than Endgame? Here, here's what I'll say.
3: <laughs> okay, come on, come on, come on, come on.
0: Real quick, Ballers could be and sometimes makes feigns at being a trenchant, observant drama about the uh cost of being a professional athlete and then they'll cut to a fucking sex scene with some like poor actress who will be credited as like sexy mourner and you're just like oh right this is definitely from the people who made entourage
4: oh yikes
0: like it it begins and i'm like oh maybe i had this all wrong because like they're clearly dealing with like the short lifespan of these these uh these people like The Rock is a financial advisor who's trying to tell like other former athletes or current athletes like your money's not going to last. You can't throw it around like let me help you. But then like there's just 17 naked women and everyone's partying and Rob Corddry's in it as a weirdo. Anyway, so that's an answer. That's a kind of answer. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Um, Danielle.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Thank you for being here again
2: thank you for having me again it was a pleasure
0: you you know you say that and i just can't believe it but i'm so glad that you think so um
4: <laughs> we'll keep coming back it's weird it's so strange <laughs> i didn't pay danielle
0: wow. hey. we'll have to have you back for spider-man far from home since apparently fucking michael has reversed it. his whole no more marvel film status
4: i do just want them to like shoot a good coherent action scene with good editing and not a camera going all over the place. But you Captain know, America, you can't get everything man. you want.
0: Joe Johnson knows how to shoot action. Um, yeah. 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 Cool. 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 Uh, let's uh, so movie is great and you've got movies on there. Like, listen up, Philip, uh, check that out. Since we're going to be talking about her smell again, you can get a free 30 day trial by going to MU bi.com slash film stage that is Mubi.com/filmstage. slash film go to patreon.com slash the film stage show and give us your money um become part of our slack channel talk to us it's it's a uh, it's a good time it's a good time um what else i think that's it uh we're gonna be talking we're gonna have a special episode in the middle of the week still not gonna yeah. tell you what it is uh the next movie we're talking about is, is the dr Pikachu.
4: Uh, under the Silver Lake or
0: oh. her smell, I'm not sure.
3: Yeah, okay. Detective
0: Pikachu is the next next week.
3: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha,
0: gotcha. Yeah, so Under the Silver Lake or her smell. Woo! <laughs> That's a uh, good from one extreme to the other. <laughs> you think either of those is going to challenge us at the box office? No. Okay. I do not. Good. So. Uh, Considering one of them was
4: literally, uh,
0: essentially, they're hiding its release. Yeah. Um. So look forward to those. Uh, and uh, let's tell the fine people at home where we can be found between now and the next time. Danielle, I'll start with you.
2: Sure. Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Zim102090, all
3: digits.
0: All right. Bill Graham. You can find
3: me on Twitter at CableBFG. I'll probably send out some tweets about this movie. And then you can find me on the Slack channel. Woo!
0: Woo! Michael
4: Snydell. You can find me on Twitter at, at Snydell, where I was totally radio silent about my opinion about this movie. Yes, <laughs> you can and catch it seems to surprise. really bother people. <laughs> um. I, I I I swear I saw uh, Brian. I think you were talking to a listener today, and they were like, "It'll be the biggest plot twist in history of likes this movie."
0: Do you know how hard it was for me not to tell him? <laughs> uh, but yeah,
4: uh, so, you know, yeah, and then I'm on Letterbox, and I've still been writing about some random stuff i i still don't know what the hell i think about high life so i didn't write about that but i wrote (laughs) about some other stuff you were on the podcast i know i pointed to a podcast i was like i had thoughts here they weren't coherent but i had thoughts and i talked you did you want to hear me talk on podcasts i am on other
0: film stage show podcasts (laughs) oh my god all right and um so that's cool uh as for me I can be found on Twitter at Brian J Rowan, my personal site, Brian J dot com, uh, all social media at Brian J Rowan. Again, look for that Periscope session that I had with David Chen over at the Slash Filmcast. If you want to hear more about that is that Periscope still exists. I was shocked. <laughs> he said Periscope and I was like, what the fuck? I didn't realize. And we had like a thousand people watch us.
3: What? Wow. Oh, God. People are going to mess Dave us. Chen's oh. power.
0: I know. It's the power of David Chen. Um, it really was a pleasure to talk to him. I think it's a great conversation. So if you haven't heard enough of my thoughts on this movie and its completely fucked morality, uh, check that out. Um, and I think that's all. I don't know. Um, once again, let me extend our profound thanks to Danielle for joining us. And thank you. You are very welcome. Uh, to you, ladies and gentlemen at home, thank you so much. And tune in next time.